The following podcast contains coarse language and adult themes. This week on the show, you love cartoons and don't act like you don't. The conversation gets colourful as we talk the best, brightest and most blatantly badass bits from the world of animated TV and film. My name's Riggs. And I'm back. And this is the Filmatics Podcast. Hey there, friends, and welcome back to the Filmatics Podcast. Excuse the, the hilarity in the intro there. Blood Axe decided to actually have a prop this time. And um, <laughs> when he said his name was Blood Axe, literally lifted an axe into camera. And um, I nearly, if I was drinking tea, I would have spat it out. How are you doing, Blood Axe? I'm doing good. I can't do the voice anymore. It happens oh, once in a while. Because you don't smoke 10 dozen cigarettes a day, so you can't do it. Yeah. That's not not to assume that. How have you been? Honsu does. Um, I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Um, lots to talk about this week. Talking about animation, which is um, which is great. We've sort of we're, we're always keen to do an animated episode um, above and beyond, you know, the DC animated one we did uh, for a previous episode. Um, but before we that, uh, before we that, before we that, <laughs> before we get into all that business, um, I just want to chat about a couple of trailers that dropped. Uh, this week in, in during our um, our days off, uh, Netflix's The Sandman, uh, based on the, the Neil Gaiman series of, of uh, graphic novels, um, comic books, whatever you want to call them, um, a fucking hook, line, and sinker with this show. Like I don't even give a shit if I would keep. You know how Netflix is like? Oh no, we've lost all these subscribers. Subscribers. I'm struggling with English today. We've lost all these subscribers. We have to cancel all these projects and blah, 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 blah. As long as they keep Sandman, they'll have my money because that I love that book. It's one of my favorite series of books ever. I read them when I was in high school and then I've read them probably every maybe one or two years since then, like the full run. Um, and it's just, it's it's wonderful storytelling and I'm, I'm very excited about it. And the trailer looks like right on the money. And Neil Gaiman's, you know, an executive producer and he's writing parts of it and stuff like it's going to be good. It's going to be really good. Did you see the shit? <laughs> yeah, I did. It looks very, very interesting. Mm. Um, I've seen the Sandman book, like the hardcover book, a lot when I go to when I go to look at comics that are out. And I've always seen that. I've always picked that up. And I've always seen the price and I'm like, I can't buy that shit. It's yeah. I mean, if you get like the the entirety of the volumes, I think I bought like an actual uh, like box set of them last year, maybe um, or year before that, probably uh, just to have them all. Um, and it was yeah, a couple of hundred bucks Australian. So whatever, it's worth your time if you do uh, if you do enjoy um, sort of gothic storytelling um, and 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 really funny storytelling as well it's a really quirky book and um the character of sandman's endlessly fascinating um so uh and, and the other trailer that dropped we that you sent me was prey yeah the, uh the uh uh predator prequel um which 
holy shit. I'm so looking forward to this movie. It's not silent <laughs> like we talked yeah, about. Yeah, it's not. Um, which is a real bummer. I think that's a missed opportunity. But, you know, how do you sell a movie like this without there being dialogue? But it's super cool, um, you know, uh, uh, set. Again, I'm not 100% sure where it's set. I think they're Native Americans in in sort of, you know, pre-colonial times. Um, and this predator comes along and just starts fucking with their hood, man. And there's a, 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 a young woman with bow and arrows and the predator's like killing a bear and I'm fucking in, man. And I read that it's going to be R-rated. I, I was so excited. I rewatched Predator last night. Predator fucking rules. Predator 1987 is one of the best. It is an absolute sausage fest and there's just greased up muscles everywhere, but it fucking, it's, it's awesome. It's really, really cool, uh, and I love it so much. I'm actually going to do a watch-along episode of The Stitch Up in August to it because... Let's go! It's too good, man. It's too good, but Prey looks awesome. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and was there another trailer that dropped as well? I feel like you sent me something else. Yep. Um, there might be. Uh, the one that's that's on the news right now is Black Adam. Black Adam. Yes. How do you feel about Black Adam? Did you watch it? I did, yeah. Yeah, so I like I got the not notification because of The Rock because I've subscribed to him because why not? You subscribe to The Rock? Yeah. <laughs> okay. On Instagram, you mean you follow him? Uh, no, he has a YouTube channel. Oh, he's got a channel. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. I need to subscribe to The Rock then. Um... So I got the notification and like I was sitting with my family and. Um, I screamed my brother's name to come down and he came down and then we watched it together. And I had a, I had the biggest grim on my face. As soon as Hawkman showed up, I threw up my arms and like, Hawkman! Yep. Been waiting for a bit of Hawkman in, in live action. Oh. And Dr. Fate, played by oh, yes. Brosnan. Are you kidding me? That might be the best casting Disney's done, honestly. Um, uh, WB. What did I say? You said Disney. Oh, right. Yeah, no, I meant WB um, or, or DC, whoever. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it looks really cool and glossy and stuff. I'm not like 100% sold on it, but I just, I do have a little bit of superhero fatigue, which is ironic considering what I'm doing this weekend for the Spider-Thon. But um, yeah, I'm just feeling a little bit worn out from it all. And it's it's been such a long time coming this. It's, it's going to have to like... Not for me, because I don't have any skin in the game, but for, for people who are fans of Black Adam and Shazam um, and, and indeed Dr. Fate and the, the Adam and all the other characters that are going to be in this movie, it's got a pretty fucking high bar to clear. Yeah, especially like Dr. Fate, because he, he to me is like, like you pick up any comic where there's Dr. Fate for like five minutes. He's the best written character already. Yeah. Like out of everyone. It's, it just sells, man. It sells. It, like, we, we got, we got like, a small look at Atom as well. He is running down the street, kicking Yeah, he's down. running down, and then he goes smaller and smaller. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it looks good. It's like, cool. they've, they've nailed the visual, you know, um, language of, of what it's going to be, and the color and tone and everything. Looks good. You know, the rocks, not... He's not a character. A bad actor. Any, yeah, he's not a bad actor. He's a good actor, in fact. He just plays the rock all the time. Um, so it might be interesting seeing him 
kind of lean into the villain role. Um, There's a line in the trailer where Hawkman says to uh, Black Adam that heroes don't kill people. And Black Adam says, well, I do. Yeah. And then he, he fucking punts a guy into the ocean, which is pretty fun. <laughs> I was like, okay, I can get behind this. And the, where he's flying as well, like, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah. You know, a huge hulking creature like Dwayne the Rock Johnson with no cape flying through the air and have it not look ridiculous, you know. But um, but yeah, that that's, you know, I'm totally down for that yeah, as well. My, my, like, I know it hasn't come out yet. We'll probably get more teasers and more trailers as it comes out because it comes out like in October, so it's not that far away. Is it that? I thought it was sooner than that. Okay, October. All right. It is 21st of October, I think. Right. But yeah, my only concern is that, in fact, we know that The Rock is not a bad actor. He can act. And he he looks the part. Like, he's fucking amazing. If if that's Black Adam, like, if you've never, if you've never ever seen Black Adam in like animation or just comics, and you hear the word Black Adam, you see The Rock, you'll be like, that's God. Like the, like that's it. Yeah, it's it's a it's really good casting, and it's funny that he's such a, a fan of it too. There's no reason why he should be really. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, they have done him well in it. But they've done all those characters well in anima- animation. Like Haw- well, Hawk Girl was sort of part of the the Justice League cartoon, and but so was um, Doctor Fate as well. It was played by um, uh, Odette Fair. Uh, what was his name? Ardef Bay. No, he's okay. So his character, this guy's character in the Mummy was Ardeth Bay, but his name is Odette Fair, and he's a, a um, an actor who was yeah in 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 the Mummy movies, like the Brendan Fraser ones, and his voice is like so so commanding, and I was like, how are they going to best that? Like, how are they going to? Because when I heard Doctor Fate, my brother in law was like, Doctor Fate's going to be in Black Adam, and I was like, holy shit, it's twenty twenty seven or whenever it was, or it's, it's twenty seventeen or whenever it was they announced it, but. Um, because he's a big um, Doctor Fate fan, and then when I heard Pierce, I'm like, oh, okay, don't worry about it. It's gonna be fun. yeah, yeah. Jazz, my, my my goatee, yes, please. <laughs> Jesus. My only concern is that will the character of Black Adam fit the Rock? I'm I'm intrigued to see that, and I'm kind of scared to see that as well. Yeah, but if it does, then fuck yeah, man. Let's they've go. Done, they've done all right, you know. Casting wise, DC um, in the past, you know, from Henry Cavill on up. So, you know, I, I trust that they kind of know what they're doing. Um, perhaps not so much with The Flash. There's been fucking more shit about that. I'm not going to get into it, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, let's not. It's just like Ezra. They really need to be getting some serious help, I think. it's There's, there's no other way around it. Um, they just can't seem to can't seem to straighten up to, to become whatever this is that they need to, because, you know, on the cusp of being one of the biggest actors in, in the world, um, you know, dangerous times. But um, about, apart from all that, let's let's get into some uh, something a little bit more jolly, a little bit more fun. Let me just make sure that I'm actually telling the truth here and there isn't anything sad in about No, there's nothing sad in this week's uh, nerd news. Ray Liotta didn't pass away again. Um, <laughs> that's a horrible joke, Regan. Okay. Um, do you would you would do you want to do some nerd news? Let's do some nerd news. Let's do some nerd news. <laughs> okay, 
Okay, here we are for the Filmatics podcast, Nerd News, as of Thursday the 9th of June, 2022. Um, you sent me this this link, actually, uh, Addy. You're, you're very good at getting the nerd news. Um, Netflix has decided to stop greenlighting, quote-unquote, vanity projects, such as The Irishman, which cost $175 million to produce, um, because... They're scared shitless, <laughs> is my opinion, because they've lost all these subscribers, you know, with the advent of all these other streaming services becoming more and more popular, whether it's Disney Plus or you've got, you know, Paramount Plus now as well. Um, there's also, you know, HBO Max is doing great with their sort of acquisitions. Um, yeah, so they're, they're going to be pulling it back. And you, <laughs> and you made the comment, so I guess we're not getting the prequel and sequel to The Grey Man. <laughs> Yep. You're probably right, actually. Um, yeah, I mean, the, I think the thing that you you mentioned also was probably the best. I think it might have been during one of the last episodes or it might have been during one of our chats. I can't remember, but you were worried that they were going to start pulling animation budgets so they won't do another season of Arcane, which is fitting because that's the, this year, this week's topic. Yeah, we, we'll get into that because they have something coming out regarding just Arcane. But as as far as this goes... It kind of works and kind of doesn't, because if you see like someone like my someone like um, I don't know someone who's a, who's a fan of just Scorsese films and just cinema, right, and like doesn't dabble into streaming services and superhero shit and all that, that person wouldn't necessarily have a subscription to Netflix or any other streaming accounts. But if something like The Irishman, instead of coming to theaters, comes on Netflix, then they will go and watch that but to watch that they have to get a subscription mm. and i think it was the irishman and that then and then that was it yeah like there hasn't there hasn't been anything that's like also the irishman is a quite long movie and hey if you liked it then awesome good for you right but the people the people who watched it don't have anything else in that genre except, I guess, Peaky Blinders to go on with. On Netflix, you mean? Yeah, on Netflix. Probably, or anything else, Martin Scorsese. I don't know if they've got the Godfather movie. Martin Scorsese to do with the Godfather, but it's, you know, still mob stuff. But that kind of mob stuff, yeah, you're looking at like Goodfellas, Casino. Um, I don't know if Netflix holds those, but you, you're not wrong. There's not a lot of... Because you do, when you finish something, you're like, I want to watch something that's in that vein. And if it's not there, you'll go and find it somewhere else. Like I flip between streaming services like I'm changing my knickers. Like I'm just, it's it's every day. It's like, what's on today? Oh, clickety-click, Amazon Prime. It's the beginning of the third season, The Boys. Holy shit, that that, that show is off the chain. And then, oh, yes. Yeah, you know, and then last night I used Disney to watch Predator and the night before that I watched a movie called The Two Faces of January on Stan, um, which was a, a really good film, by the way. Uh, it has nothing to do with January or faces. January. <laughs> it's, about, it's about um, uh, like con, like a con man trying to sort of escape the authorities in Greece and uh, it's played by Viggo Mortensen and his wife, Chris... Uh, um, Oh, what is it? All right, let's do this. Let's okay. do this. Give, 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 me, give me the movie. Like any movie that she's been in. Well, it's, um, it's the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. She's Mary Jane. Oh, Kristen Dunst? Kirsten Dunst. Because I was oh. going to say Kristen Stewart okay. and then Kirsten and Kristen Dunst. And I was getting all confused. 
but yeah, her and uh, Oscar Isaac was uh, the like a young Oscar Isaac was the sort of um, the low level con man who was like helping them get out of the out of Greece. It was a good film, but as I said, it had nothing to do with faces or January, as far as I can understand. And uh, yeah, that was on stand. So yeah, you do sort of flip between these things. Um, it's it's hard for for uh, Netflix to compete. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if they stop if they stop doing like big budget films that they don't actually know how to make, because burn. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if like, you at, yeah, you're not wrong. Like Six Underground, The Red Notice. You know, well, it's... hello, I'm I'm a big defender of Six Underground. That that film is bad shit crazy, and I love it. It's off <laughs> the fucking chain. That movie. It's completely. <laughs> I remember nothing apart from like explosions. Explosions. Yeah, and Ryan Reynolds yucking it up. But see, if that film gets a fucking comic, that would be one of the best comics ever because there's so many explosions. Yeah, it'd just be it'd be splash page after splash page. There'd be no paneling at all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but sorry, you were saying that you, you know they've, they've but yeah, like they've got films like Six Underground, which I guess didn't come out, came out on Netflix because they couldn't do theatrical release back then. But like Netflix original films are like Tall Girl, Tall Girl Two, the trilogy of the uh, fuck, what is it? The trilogy, the trilogy. Yeah, the ch- the, the trilogy, trilogy of, of the Kissing Booth. <laughs> oh yeah, the Kissing Booth trilogy, of course. That that, that. and the trilogy of uh, what is it? Now. To all the boys I've loved, like sort of more low low tier kind of you know relationship drama kind of pictures. Is that what you mean? I mean, yeah, but also there, there are people who can do those films exponentially well, and you don't get those people to make mm-hmm. those films, and then you get. Like the director for the third one is the cinematographer for the first and second, and has a writing credit if I'm not wrong. Good on, good and on. Like there's three a, paychecks. He's fucking doing better yeah. than us. Yeah, but there's a plot that goes on for thirty minutes of the whole film that has nothing to do with the whole film at all. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe that. Maybe but that yeah, like with bigger projects, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if they have. Um, if there's something like uh, extraction come up every two years, then maybe yeah they can they can compete with they can get in the line with HBO Max and everything else. But if they pull out, if they pull out on those big projects and invest in something like something so, like invest all that in like the animation department, then they'll do exponentially well in in categories that those that those streaming services don't have like you don't have you don't have original animations from Disney on Disney Plus. Mm. It's just the it's just the animated shows from the eighties and the nineties. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Maybe they <clears throat> Extraction's the one with, with Chris Hemsworth Chris being Hemsworth. an Australian, isn't it? He's getting he is an Australian. Oh, it's being a yobo and kicking people in the neck. Yeah. That was actually a pretty baller film. Um yeah, all right. Well I guess we'll see. We'll see Netflix. We shall see. Um, in uh, in some WB news, since we're talking about a Netflix, let's go to another huge conglomerate. Um, WB and DC uh, are in talks to have Todd Phillips, Joker director, 
take over as creative advisor. And funnily enough, that piece of information dropped about a week before um, he posted a picture on Twitter of Joaquin Phoenix reading the script to the sequel to The Joker, which is called... Is it... It's a working title. It's a working title. The subtitle of it is something in French that I'm not going to pronounce. Yeah, I think it means the two of us. I I, I can't remember. Sorry, folks. Correct us in the comments. But um, that was uh, that was pretty cool to see him doing that. I'm I'm not a huge fan of that film. It was fine. I mean, Joaquin was amazing in it. Um, Yeah, I just you know didn't blow me away or anything. But yeah, I mean, I can see him taking on as as creative director. Why not? Yeah, and also I do feel like the Joker didn't need a sequel. Yeah, I mean, but you make a billion dollars and they'll make a sequel out of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Addy 1, Addy 2, Addy Returns, you know, Addy against the Sith. Um, and then so, Fall of the Addy. Then That's Fall awesome. of Addy, yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, good good on him. Hopefully that, that'll kind of be able to, to rein in a few of these wild dogs that they've got on leashes <laughs> this 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 company of trying to like rain to go hey let's figure out what the flash is let's figure out what black adam is how does this all live together um you know best of luck um next clint eastwood turned 92 this week well on the 2nd of of june 92 clint eastwood i don't know happy what, birthday happy birthday clint i'm i'm sure you're listening I love podcasts. <laughs> hey, I've got a Clint Eastwood. I didn't realize. What was it? What is this? The the um, the uh, uh, impersonation. Um, it was actually Kevin Spacey. Funnily enough, um, who we, you know you're not supposed to talk about anymore. He was on the um, inside the actor's studio, and being an amazing um, improvisational uh, comedian and also uh, impressionist. The the uh, host of Inside the Actors Studio, um, whose name I forget, was like doing the interview, but Kevin Spacey was switching between different characters. Like he'd be Al Pacino and then he'd be this and then he'd be that. And then he was like, um, you know, Mr. Eastwood, uh, how, what, what, do you, what advice would you give a young filmmaker coming up wanting to be a director? And he's like, well, I say get it done by four so you can hit the links. <laughs> It's just always killed me that the idea of Clint Eastwood because he's such an efficient filmmaker. Like he never goes over time. He doesn't shoot nights if he doesn't have to. Like he's always on budget. He, the only reason that happens is because he wants to go and fucking play golf. <laughs> it's just it's such an old man thing to do. I loved it. Anyway, <laughs> happy birthday, Clint. <clears throat> you man. Also, I refuse to believe that he's ninety-two because I have to meet him someday, and he needs to be alive, so he's not ninety-two. He's going to be 148 when you meet him, I guarantee. He's, he's, going to, he's going to outlive us all. Like, people talk about sending a representative to aliens if we get invaded. It's clean days would we need to send on Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Right-wing gun nut who talks to chairs. I don't think that's a good idea. Um, you know, he's like, Clint Eastwood is, is he actually had a really good, good uh, uh, philosophy around aging and, and, still being a filmmaker people have sort of say to him like you fucking you're 111 man like what are you still doing making this was some years ago but you're still you're super old man you should go home and lie down in formaldehyde but you still go out and make films and you're still acting in them and blah 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 and um how do you stay so vital and whatever and he says you don't uh, just don't let the old man in 
And it's a mentality yeah. thing of like, if you if you feel young, I mean, that's obviously not true for everyone. Some people don't age as well as Clint Eastwood and don't have access to the kind of medical care that he probably does either. But I think as a mentality, if you kind of stay young and stay vital and stay engaged, um, you know, you, you get to 92 and, and, you know, have a movie coming out this year or whatever the hell it is. So good on you, Clint. Well done. Um, and from Clint Eastwood, we go to other sort of Western-y kind of stuff. Kenobi. Everybody watching Kenobi? We know you are. Yes, Love sir. Some Kenobi. We, the fucking episode we did before watching episode three, which was Aww. the most baller-ass episode of all time. Some of that, like, I love Vader hardcore. Like, he's, you've only seen glimpses of it, really. And then, you know, like, my friend Ben was talking about this Marvel Comics series where he was just this badass who went around just murking people. And to see that, even in the the episode last night, episode four, where Reaver kind of fucks up and and he's berating her and then she says, you know, she kind of wins his favor back. And she says, Kenobi's the only thing that matters. And he just like closes the distance between them really quickly. Like he get, he gets right up in her face really fast. And I felt myself go back. Like he's a really, it's ridiculous because he's dressed like a, like a robotic samurai. Like it doesn't look, it, do, it shouldn't be threatening. It looks like a joke, but he really does. There's a lot of gravitas there. But um, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's- I just, I just want to take this time and tell that I was right. <laughs> that Kenobi yeah. doesn't Look, light up the it, saber. Like a couple, a day after, or a week, you know, half a week after, or whatever. You're like, oh, by the way, I fucking know all of this shit. And he's on the inside. He's got he's got links into Disney. Um, yeah, now Kenobi is getting a sequel in some form. It might not be another show yes. or another season. It might be a movie, but it is. There are in talks to do that, and um, which I think is great. You know, I really enjoy that show. I think. Ewan McGregor's doing some great work. He's kind of doing an Alec Guinness impersonation. Yes, which is more more than I expected. Which is good because he's also going like the character is going towards that. Mm. Well, technically, he's only a few years away from that, really, because Luke. Yeah, was, like you know, a teenager. Well, he's what like five, six years until he becomes Alec Guinness. Something like that. Yeah. So he's going to have to go. A lot of shit's going to go down for him to go all the way white. Um, <laughs> Head, I mean, he's already white. Um, but yeah, he's doing like just subtly. He did it a little bit when he was young, Anakin as well, but you know, back when he was in the prequel trilogy. But um, young, young Anakin, he was never young Anakin. What did I say young, young Obi? <laughs> Fuck, I'm all over the place today. I'm sorry, man. No, this, correct this, me. I'd rather you correct me than people correct me in the comments going, Fucking the old guy on your, on your podcast doesn't know shit about shit. Which, which is typically the kind of comments that you get. Um, yeah, so awesome, fantastic. Also in, in, in seasonal news or new seasons of shit news, Loki season two has started filming um, with uh, all principals returning. Pretty fantastic. Uh, in, I'm excited. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm happy with that. Um no Way Home wins the best film at the MTV Movie Awards, which is a joke in and of itself, um, over Dune and The Batman. Um, Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. That, was, that shit doesn't exist. That was me, like, seriously snipering in something just to elicit a reaction out of Addy, honestly. I could have just said that it won and not over what, but no, I was like, no, it's going to win over Dune. Yeah, I really love No Way Home, but it's not 
as well an executed film as either of those. And, and you'll get to know our, our very detailed thoughts very, very soon. Mm. Yes. Um, in the next next couple of weeks, we're going to do... We'll, we'll talk about that at the end. We're going to do some serious yep. Spider-Man business. Um, Sam, a trailer. Yes, Anthony Hopkins has been added to the cast of Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. They released a... a um, a promo video from the set of uh, Zach and, and, and one of the lead actresses bigging it up, talking about stuff. And it's very on on brand for Zach. He's, you know, a very good salesman. He's He likes to release stuff, you know, on his platforms and, and let people know about it and videos and tidbits and stuff. So we're going to see a lot of this movie before you even see this movie. So he's, he's a good marketer, that's for sure. But yeah, Anthony Hopkins, that's some good pedigree. Which, and I love it. I wonder if he's going to eat anybody's face with some fava beans and a nice chilled fresca. Have you seen? I don't. I don't know what the last part was. Haven't seen Silence of the Lambs. I have. Listen, I have. Oh, you have? That was my thing. Was it no good? It was. I just. I I just don't know. You sounded very much like my my emperor that I did last week. Yes, lightning laser pen. I've only got ah! I've only got like yeah I've only got like four impressions and I just slightly modified a pitch. Yeah. Um, my 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 favorite one is uh, the the Scottish person. <laughs> Scottish person. Who did I do that was Scottish? Uh, I think it was like in the Moon Knight episode of the. Fuck, I don't know. It was like. Doctor Strange episode of Moonlight where you did like a, you did an accent that started that sounded like a Scottish Scottish person, wow. <laughs> but it wasn't. I don't even remember and, doing that. That's that's an yeah. out of body experience, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll try and add it to the to the um, the back catalog. <laughs> the catalog. Stuff. Yeah. Next time I'll just pop into to Scottish. I, every time I try and do Scottish, it turns Irish anyway. So, Anthony Hopkins, which I love, Irish. I love I love Irish people. Irish people are lovely people. Um, my 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 fiance's Irish background. Uh, she comes home and does little jigs all the time. <laughs> what? It was a river dance joke. You're too young. Um, so Anthony Hopkins, okay. Rebel Mooning, fantastic. Uh, Rebel Not Rebel, Rebel Mooning. Film, just- no. <laughs> That's people going around going, look at this, and then dacking themselves in front of you. Ah! <laughs> All the all the anuses that you don't want to see going on. <laughs> no, man, I don't want to imagine. Like... Just anus assaults going on all over this place. What? Um, you have to make a new graphics now saying anus talk? <laughs> Can you not? <laughs> it's going to change the tone of the podcast dramatically. Um, yeah. Okay, so, and speaking of anuses... Um, <laughs> Colin Trevorrow, um, the the director of uh, Jurassic World and nearly a Star Wars movie, uh, but he got fired, and now he's come back to direct the final in the Jurassic World. Are you still laughing that I called him an anus? Or <laughs> he's a bit of. I don't know what's the connection there, man. Nothing yeah, it's called calling him a dick. What's <laughs> There's no real connection. I was it was the loosest of threads, but I just meant he's he, this is this comment is ridiculous. Like so he's he's directing the the final in the Jurassic World sort of trilogy, which comes out today in Australia. I can't remember what it's called though. Jurassic World Dominion. Yep. And it looks suitably bananas. Um but he came out 
<laughs> he came out and said that one of the dinosaurs that they've obviously created for this film is called <laughs> a Gigantosaurus. Well done. <laughs> it's yeah. not really a thing. That's not really a thing. I've been watching Prehistoric Planet with David Attenborough for the last week. There's no such thing as a Gigantosaurus. Unless I'm wrong, correct me in the current comments. However, I don't think we have a huge uh, uh, group of paleontologists listening to this show. But if I'm wrong, please let us know. Anyway, he's saying that this giant Gigantosaurus, Gigantosaurus, um, that they've created was inspired by the Joker. <laughs> and he said, me. <laughs> he said <laughs> it's so stupid. He said, I wanted something like the Joker. It just wants to watch the world burn. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the lizard. It's a giant lizard. Even if it's more sentient than like a raptor, like not more sentient, even if it's more intelligent than a raptor and plans and have schemes and, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's not, it doesn't want to watch the world burn. It's an animal. It wants to eat and fuck and sleep and make little baby dinosaurs. And that's the whole thing. All right. <laughs> so stupid. Imagine if Steven Spielberg came out and said, yeah, when I made Jaws, I thought of Jaws as the Joker. We'd all be like, shut up, Steve. You dickhead, mate. <laughs> so, yeah, Colin Trevorrow, just make your movie and shut up. Fucking dinosaurs, please. Anyway, that's the end of the nerd news. <laughs> I'm sure he's a lovely guy. Um, he might be. Actually, I'm not sure of that. He might be an absolute dick, but I just thought that was a really stupid comment. And it's just it's just one of those clickbaity kind of comments that, you, that people say to get traction. Anyway... Do you want, should we move on to the bulk of the episode, ladies and gentlemen, which is, uh, we're going to be talking about animation. Oh, you got something? I can't hear. Yeah, <clears throat> I muted myself because I was dying. Well, don't, because then you, it sounds like I'm, the, I'm laughing at my own jokes and you're completely silent. People don't know that you're laughing. It's a podcast. Addy laughs all yeah, the time. Thinks I'm hilarious. Yeah, <clears throat> you are hilarious. I was just dying and I didn't want to mess up the audio. That's yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, sorry, you, yeah. had, you had something else before um, we went to the animation? Yep, uh, it's related to animation. Um, there's an amazing uh, show which is created by um, Aaron Ehes, who, is, who was the head writer for Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, they had three seasons of The Dragon Prince. And um, after season three, there was nothing like they had. They had their like you, you know the title Dragon Prince, and you know what's it about. But <clears throat> they completed a part of the story, and they they had no idea if they were going to get renewed or not. So like in early twenty nine, early twenty twenty, they renewed the show for seven seasons. So we have four more seasons to go. Yeah. And about five hours ago, they announced a. <clears throat> They released a teaser for season four that's going to come out this summer. It's called The Dragon Prince Mysteries of Arabos. So I'm very fucking excited. Right on. What's this on? <clears throat> Sorry? What streaming service is this on? Uh, Netflix. Okay. All right. I'm going to make a note. Hang on. I might write that down. What's it called again? <clears throat> you, you, your mum's a dragon. What is it? No, it's called The Dragon Prince. The Dragon Princes of the Thieves. The Dragon Prince of thieves 
Well, I'm not writing that down. I actually wrote that down. Idiot. Okay. The Dragon Prince. Cool. <laughs> I'm going to check it out. Um, well, that, that leads us nicely into yeah. um, our topic. Me, me and Addy are huge animation fans. Um, it's one of the things that, that bonded us when we first started to become pals, um, particularly Arcane, which we'll talk about a little bit later, the Netflix series, which is incredible. Um, but I thought we'll take it back to the beginning because we're of different generations. What was it that started you... You know, what was the first animation that you started watching that you were like, okay, this is this is speaking to me? The first animation, or like the first, <clears throat> sorry. I'm still, no, I'm still getting throat. low. It's an animated frog <laughs> with a top hat and cane. See, I hate you, not because that, because that means I have to put that in. You don't know how to do that. <laughs> you don't have to. There's no, there's no um, uh, 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 prerequisites here. So, sorry, I'm just putting this on. Keep talking. Yeah. Um, the first animated film that I watched uh, was The Lion King, 1994. The OG one. Okay. And I watched, I watched that movie ever since I watched it the first time. And I've learned everything from... I've learned a lot of things from that movie and I learned... A little bit more about it, a little bit more about life every time I watch it. Oh, that's a beautiful thing to say. How, how, do, you, how do you mean? Um, well, uh, the dragon, fucking, the Lion King mm-hmm. <laughs> is about, well, it's about a Lion King. And it's about a lion becoming a king, uh, but it's the also about grief. Thing. Yeah, good yeah, time. Yeah. It's, a, it's about grief and moving on. And uh, it's about acceptance. It's about it teaches you about it teaches you so many things, but it's also a very hard look on just how one day that the people that brought us into this world are not going to be here for us, and mm-hmm. there's nothing that we can do about it. So the time that we have with them, just let them know that we love them. That's the most that we can do. Yeah, yeah, it's a, a really strong thread through that you know you never can see around the corner and um D- disney's good in that in that sense that they're they're like allegorically that all their movies are, are really powerful um it's also about lineage and and you know destiny and if that's a thing and if it's not a thing what do we choose um you know uh, is the path our own or is it is it paved for us kind of thing um yeah and when how old were you when you first saw that Oh, I, I I can't remember. But you've like it's one of those situations where you you've seen it forever. Yeah, you I remember like remember. that. I've seen like the Lion King and the Return of the King from the the third part of Lord of the Rings. Those two films are films that are like I like have existed as much as I have. Yeah. Like I've seen them every single year, probably like thrice. <clears throat> Did you but, just yeah. twice? Yeah. As in thrice. three times? <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. I've seen them thrice every year. It was just so formal and, and beautiful and well done. <laughs> I, I expect, I expect you to like slap me in the face with a half glove and go, I challenge you to a duel and smack. I shall meet you at thrice o'clock. <laughs> what the fuck am I talking about? No thrice o'clock. Um, yeah, so you've seen them thrice every year since since you remember seeing them. 
or since yes, since, since I remember existing, I've seen them. Man, talk about going back to the well. That's 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 impressive. But I do the same thing, I guess. Was there? Oh any- yeah, what was? Well, yeah, I just sorry. want to ask you before, because that's a movie. What was the series, like the cartoon series that you sort of remember <clears throat> growing up on? Because it kind of changes when you're a kid. It's like real kiddie shit that you often don't remember, you know? Like for me, it would have been the Smurfs or the Snorks or something else starting with S, you know, um, the Trapdoor, which was a claymation thing. You know, don't you go to that Trapdoor. Cause there's something down there. Anybody who is either British or Australian will probably get that. Um, you know those ones that well, played. Speak as I for you. Well, that was I was a bit older then. So, oh, okay. Like in the well, I'll get into get into my sort of ones, but I just <clears throat> I just remembered the trapdoor and I had to sing the little theme song. Um, but yeah, so what was the the sort of where you became aware of animation at, in TV or in shows? Because it still was would have been streaming, I guess. Yeah, so we existed before streaming did. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Not by much. <clears throat> yeah. Not by much, but we did beat it. Mm. Um, God. I'm so tempted to say either, um, either the Justice League cartoon or Avatar The Last Airbender, but I know that I watched them because of Fuck. Give me a second. That's okay. I'm going to go in my mind palace for a second now. Uh, All right. We've just got thousands of people waiting. And by thousands, I mean 14. Got it. I just, everybody, I just have to let you know, Addy just put like his hand up to his head, like Professor X to go into his mind palace. And I don't know what the fuck's in there, but he (laughs) seemed to enjoy it. So... (laughs) What were you going to say? I might have might have confused you. Um, so my introduction, or like the first time I I remember like watching a show like weekly, like I have to sit down and watch this, and then next week I also have to sit down and watch this. It was Ben Ten, the animated series. Oh, ben Ten fucking rules. Ben Ten and Kim Possible, great shows. I used to watch like, them with my, for- my, um, my god kids. You should, man. Like Benton, especially like the first three seasons, or the first two, and then when he goes to, when he goes to high school, he's still a brat. Oh man, those like, be Ben it's... ten anymore. Then should be Ben fourteen, or Ben. Well, 15. that's the thing. It, it sticks for it sticks for Benton because he has the watch, and like in the first in the first season, it's established. Well, I think the first season only had like ten episodes, so they were like, "We're gonna have ten episodes. We're gonna have each like a, a new alien every episode." So he unlocks a new alien every episode. That's why. That's why he. That's why it's Ben Ten, because and also his name is Ben Tennyson, so Ben Ten. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I, I should have led with that, <laughs> not the watch thing. <laughs> no, it's it would have made more sense. It was a long way around to get to where we had to get to. But his name's Ben Tennyson. Okay, that's fair yep. enough. Um, yeah, okay. Well, that's you know that's sort of like coming of age kind of stuff. Mine was, I guess, TV was was where I <clears throat> excuse me where I started because I it's more comics. Like I don't remember not reading comics, so I was always into art and and animation animated forms. Uh, and I wanted to be an animator for a really long time. Um, so I sort of 
I would kind of eat that stuff up. And it was the after school run was the one that I remember the most, which is what I was just talking about is like a lot of it was claymation. So you had Gumby, um, uh, uh, yeah, the trap door, but then you had other, and they were usually short, like, you know, 10 to 15 minute episodes, sometimes 20, um, uh, uh, count Duckula was was an incredible show it was you know about this vampire duck that when he was brought back to life they accidentally mixed carrot juice in with his potion instead of blood so he's a vegetarian vampire duck amazing um you know uh what was the other one um uh, banana man which was written by the comedians behind the british comedian troupe the goodies and it was you know this, this kid eric who you know um, number t- what was it not Cherry Chee Lane? I can't remember where he lived, but it was like the opening intro was saying where he lived. And he's like, you know, when Eric eats a banana, an amazing transformation occurs. And he eats a banana and like f- envelops himself, like folds out of this banana and becomes Banana Man. And his his arch nemesis was Apple Man, obviously. Um, yeah, so they just had this run back to back. And then when I was in... Um, sort of getting closer towards high school, you had Saturday Disney and also um, Cheese TV, which was a, a show on uh, uh, in, in, in Australia where it was like these two young hosts and they would just sort of do little comedy intro bits and then go into the animated shows. And you had things like Gargoyles, which fucking rules, by the way. Like the first season's awesome. It's on uh, Disney Plus to get into it. Gargoyles, really good. Um, but then they also had the Spider-Man... Um, uh, and X-Men 90s shows, which are in, which are in hang- high ranking of my, of my top five that we're talking about. They still hold up. Like if you watch them now, the animation's a bit clunky, but the story is very much like comic books. It, you know, there is a, a, a continuity of story. Like those, the Spider-Man in particular, each season is a 24 chapter story. It's not like, yep. and different people drop in and out and whatever, but the through line, like the second season's called, um, neogenic nightmare and it's where Spider-Man's powers are growing beyond him and he's starting to, you know, not be able to control them. And it's the entire season's dealing with that shit. Long form storytelling, that kind of stuff. And, you know, where animation started to get really smooth was a little bit later when you get into things like um, the Disney Channel stuff, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, like the more modern 90s stuff. Um, uh, the Mighty Ducks, the cartoon version where it was actual ducks. Um, and uh, was it um, Darkwing Duck? Like it was a really, the 80s and early 90s was a really great time to be a fan of animation. There was so much going on. And then I think probably the the thing that hit me really hard was uh, Aladdin um, because it was the next gen of what we were looking at hand-drawn animation with CG effects. It was publicized out the ass. I was a huge fan of Robin Williams. My mum had probably shown me live on, it wasn't live on Broadway. No, it wasn't live on Broadway. It was um, live at the Met when I was too young to understand half the jokes, but I love Robin Williams's energy um, and his his ability to, to ad-lib um, and him as the genie was just picture-perfect casting. And then Toy Story. And that wasn't as big a deal f- for me as it was for the world. Like animation changed overnight. It was like the hand-drawn animation became less and less because of that. 
and you can't you can chart the the, the difference and and chart the development of um, computer animated effects from Tron, uh, you know, in the eighties to or it might have been no, I think it was the eighties or maybe late seventies to uh, Toy Story, and then on from there, like everything, it's gotten consistently better, and now that's the world we live in, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And like for me, Toy Story wasn't that big. Like <clears throat> I loved, I loved the third one because I had memory of watching the first and second, so I could figure out where the stories was, where the stories were going. But the third one for me is just like that. That for me was like pinnacle of animation. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Not only because. I think the thing that about animation and even more so with computer generated animation like Toy Story 3, you know, you've got the new Lightyear movie coming out. Um, you the specificity behind animation is 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 so much um grander than uh in 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 live action filmmaking because you don't get a second take really. Um you do in vo- vocal records and stuff, but if you need something you animate it. Whereas, and, and then things can change in the editing room and pacing and all that kind of stuff, but they don't, they don't tend to like fully animate scenes unless they know it's going to go in the film because it's so costly. Um, so you have to be really tight down really hard. And the thing that Pixar and Disney do particularly well and other studios as well, Studio Ghibli, absolutely, um, you know, is their stories are so fucking solid. Uh, they're just you you you're sort of swept away it's really easy to be lost in in the animated world because it's not of our own um and they have to be so careful with with what they show you uh uh because it took them so long to do just each individual frame do you know what i'm saying it's like there's a real there's a sharpness to the storytelling that you can sometimes get a little bit of leeway with in live action um yeah, it's 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 very it's kind of an underrated art form, honestly. So the amount of times I've gone to tell people you need to watch this thing and it's animated and they're like, oh, it's for kids then. It's for kids, yeah. Like How's Moving Castle is is for kids, but it's also not for kids. It's also for adults, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, sausage party is for kids. Sausage also party not- is a fucking Oh, that is a blight on the face of animators everywhere. That is not a movie, all right? That is that yeah. is a that is a hour and a half long dick joke in the form of a sausage. Like that's ridiculous that film. But anyway, like, that that joke gets dry before before the first five minutes of the film. I know. And then so, you have to stick around. Why the fuck would sausages have sex with sausage buns? It makes no sense. Oh. Like, even in the world where food is sentient. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Kids can't watch that because then they worry about, you know, if you explain to a child, a child what child. What the fuck is going on? No, I'm, I'm like, well, more, more so, you know, if you explain to a child who hasn't seen Sausage Party, <laughs> you say, you know, those chicken nuggets that you enjoy, this is where they come from. They come from chickens. I, I bet you dollars to donuts, half of them would be like, holy shit, that's it, I'm vegan. <laughs> or they, you know, they'll be like, fuck you, mum and dad. You've been feeding me nuggets since I was born and popcorn chicken. 
and I've been eating these birds, you sons of bitches, and they throw their hands up and then call a lawyer. But if oh, you, yeah, but if you then I also had to explain to your child, oh, by the way, all the food you eat has feelings and can and can feel pain and whatever, <laughs> we'd all starve to death. <laughs> anyway, that movie's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like the episode of, uh, or like the first episode of season three of uh, uh, Love Dead Robots, where, where we just died. Where, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's That's the cats so that are ruling. They're oh, all man. Like, yeah, you know, and they've got those uh, atolls out in the middle of the ocean where it's like, yeah, this is all the rich motherfuckers. They're dead too. <laughs> um, That's season three, man. Let's oh, talk about animation. <clears throat> so so good that second episode with the giant crab the um bad traveling fuck i haven't been shook like that by anything in a really long time like it was super strong like for me that show's first season was was solidified like solidifying for me as like as a fan that yes this is it this is i'm into it and i don't give a fuck if anyone else is or not yeah because like it was because i've grown up in the animation and like like i said toy story wasn't that big for me like my love or like my trilogy of like animated films that really stuck out to me were the how to train your dragon trilogy mostly because i, I read oh. the first book yeah really good films and like i've always seen like and for me before that i, I had never seen something like it like that was my introduction to like adult animation, mm. which is a whole new world. Now I, I was so happy that I watched that instead of like some fucking technical hentai. <laughs> You're talking about before. yeah. Well, I, I'm sorry. There is a lot of technical porn <laughs> stuff going on in the '90s with with anime. Um, I'll get into it. There's none in that How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> I've seen, no, the I've, seen, I've seen the first and the second one. I haven't seen the third one. Maybe it gets all tentacle. Oh problems. man, the the third one is like, is like Toy Story three, but like on fucking thousand level of emotion. That's so fucking good. I don't know if I can handle that. What did what did Kevin Smith, the the filmmaker, call Toy Story three? Schindler's Toy Box. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? You haven't. Well, of course you haven't seen Schindler's List. It's go and see Schindler's List, and then you're like everybody. In, everybody understands what I'm talking about. I can hear you laughing from here, friends. Addy's the one who's got to catch up. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's totally fine. Yeah, well, I mean, in the '90s, like all the stuff I was talking about previously, that you know, '80s and '90s stuff, and then when I was in my teens, so I would have been high school, 15, 16, something like that. I had a friend who was really in, into um, uh, anime and stuff like that and 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 you know the matrix was just coming down the pipe and you know uh, chow yun fat had broken into the uh, 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 american market with replacement killers and the corruptor and <clears throat> even jackie chan had made his first sort of big american hit rumble in the bronx even though it was filmed in canada um and this kind of uh, 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 culture of, of movies was sort of starting to come over and some of it was great. Like some of it was really awesome. You know, um, A Better Tomorrow's, you know, The Hitman, uh, uh, sorry, no, not The Hitman, The Killer, all these great movies from from these um, uh, uh, Asian cultures. But one of the things that also came was the Japanese animation. Anime. And anime, yeah. And it's, it's <clears throat> based on manga, which is their version of comics. Um, and the first one I ever saw, of course, was Akira. I saw that when I was in primary school. 
um, which is is really great. Like I went and saw it at the Asta last year or something, 4K restoration, and it was it's it's it still holds up. It's still one of the best animated films, and it's still one of the best stories as well. I, I adore it. And then, but then came like a slew <clears throat> of other things. Like you had Studio Ghibli stuff. Spirited Away probably came out a little bit later than that, but the earlier Studio Ghibli stuff, Princess Mononuki, um, uh, uh, Graveyard of Fireflies, things like that. Uh, and that, that hadn't sort of permeated the culture as much as it has now. It was kind of things that you saw on the fringes and there was TV and stuff, Robotech, Evangelion was massive, um, that, that whole series. But one of the other things that came was this hyper-violent, hyper-sexual and hyper-sexually violent animation. Um, I, I do remember, uh, and, and those of you who, who sort of grew up around the same time, Ninja Scroll. Ninja Scroll is fucked up. It's fucked up. It is, it is some seriously fucked up shit. It's amazing animation. It's, it's a cool samurai story, like set feudal Japan kind of times. Um, and it's like the ideas are really cool. Like there's this woman there who's, you know, she's the poison taster for, for, um, uh, uh, her, her, uh, master um because she can't be poisoned but she can poison people because of it and stuff and there's but there's a really horrible excuse me there's a really horrible rape scene with her and it's just like and when you're a kid you're kind of like oh that's a bit messed up or whatever and you're just kind of watching it for the cool fights but then you grow up and you're like why do they have that in there (laughs) why do they have that in my animation um and there was another one uh, there was a few other cool ones like the professional was really good. Wicked City is is hypersexualized as well. It's kind of like um, it's a little bit uh, Men in Blackish, uh, where it's you know a guy kind of chasing down demons and stuff. I really like that movie. There is some sex stuff in it, but I kind of I give it a pass because the, the story is really good. But there was another one, and I think this is how you pronounce it: Yurotsukeki Doji, right? And Legend of the Demon Womb. And there's literal tentacle porn. There is a there is a demon going at these people from all directions with ten dicks, and it's it's all it's it's everything's everywhere, and everyone's having a bad time. Um, and I haven't gone back and watched any of those, but I can imagine they don't fucking age well. <clears throat> what are you looking up? Where to watch all these movies? You fucking oh, what are you doing? I did that. You don't want to see them. Now you might want to well, say, as a as a as an animation fan, maybe turn the sound off and what? skip the porny parts. But you know, if you're into all that stuff, whatever. But uh, I just it it I, I I it dates it dates really badly. Um, I just looked up Ninja Scroll, and this is the first thing that popped up. I'm gonna show you okay because you put it in my head now. Oh, this is it. It's yeah. It is literally snakes wrapping around a boob, and she wants. She's up for that. She's that character doesn't mind snakes around a boob. There's other characters in it who don't want anything to do with a boob, and yet, you know, there's there's horrible assaults. So, watch those at your peril. But that was kind of, you know, teenage years, and then after that, we, we get into you know when Pixar kind of really took off, um, and they had you know, a run of, of amazing films, like from end to end. So, uh, uh, you know, obviously the Toy Story films, Toy Story 2, um, Bugs Life, uh, Monsters, Inc., which we'll come back to, The Incredibles, and they just kept churning this stuff out. Ratatouille, 
fucking love Ratatouille. Oh, I've got to change my list now. I forgot about Ratatouille. Um, you know, just these these remarkably simple three-act stories which have heroes. Like, they're so cookie-cutter. They're, they're so formulaic in terms of their storytelling. And yet, I'm gripped every time. They really put this care into it. And that was that was very much that kind of early, you know, 2000, 2010 and I do think that they're kind of going back, like animation in TV is sort of going back now. That's kind of the thing that people are looking at. You know, it's not so many animated movies. You know, you're getting like little uh, 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 drop downs like Into the Spider-Verse that hit really hard. I'm pretty sure um, Lightyear will do well. But little little things are coming down. But mostly I think it's in TV now. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, I just looked up the release date for The Incredibles because you mentioned it and I was like, The Incredibles and Lion King were the two films that I, I, I thoroughly remember mm. like watching them end to end. And like The Lion King has like two other sequels that nobody knows about which were direct, uh, direct DVD releases. Simba's Pride and what was the other one? I, I don't know. It's... I, Return to Pride Rock. I think so, but I'm not very Lion, sure. Lion King and, and four tentacle pawn dicks. No, no, <laughs> no. Wasn't it? No, that's weird. I do. There is also. No, thing- I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying no to you. I'm just saying no because I say no, so it doesn't go in my head, so it doesn't fuck up my childhood. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck doing a podcast with me. It's already so. there now. Um, it's uh, it's yeah, it's stuck. We have to also say as well, as great as... I mean, Disney had a really great run of um, hand-drawn stuff as well, like Aladdin, uh, Pocahontas, the um, Beauty and the Beast. Tarzan, fucking great, especially if you like Phil Collins. That's a baller soundtrack if you like Phil Collins. But the animation of him like fling, going through the trees and stuff um, and the primal scream he does is really amazing. Like, I love that movie. Uh, but um, there, there is... There is some contention, you know, around Disney. A lot of their ideas have come from other places. Lion King in particular. Yes. Simba the White... No. Is it Simba the White Lion or Samba the White Lion? Yeah, it's Samba the White Lion. Yeah. I think. And, and also my one of my top tier favorite animated films of all time, Atlantis the Lost Empire, is cribbed from... I, I think it's a, a, a Japanese um, cartoon as well. Monsters, Inc. comes from R... Real Monsters, which was a TV show on Nickelodeon. R as in A-double-R-G-H. Like, ah, Real Monsters. Oh, which you should have with that then. <laughs> oh, okay. I was trying not to yell. Um, but that was an interesting little period too. You had all this Nickelodeon stuff like, fucking SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. SpongeBob. Fuck, you know when SpongeBob came along? SpongeBob came along in the late 90s, uh, so in the 2000s, when I was smoking weed. And what, oh, what a trip. What there a trip, it, eh? It was the SpongeBob movie in which David Hasselhoff turns into a boat. To, well, he doesn't turn into a boat, but he's like, he kind of does turn into a boat. And, and, and SpongeBob and Patrick and the whole, and Alec Baldwin plays the bad guy. That movie is, is, it's one for the ages. Like, it is really amazing, particularly if you're high. Um, and I'm pretty sure that anybody who's watched that high will know that I'm telling the truth. SpongeBob. But yeah, you had that Nickelodeon stuff of like that Rocco's yeah. Modern Life. 
um, that might not be Nickelodeon, but around the same time, um, Rugrats, those kind of shows. And, and you know, Nickelodeon. Yeah, sorry, go on. The the behind that as well was the you know the Simpsons was always going on through all of this too. I don't have much. I don't drop my pen often. Fuck my own self. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. We talk about animation, man. It's What's not not in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no i just i don't have much previous like i watched the simpsons when i was younger but i don't i don't have much previous with it anymore so sorry what were you going to say about nickelodeon yeah um so it's, um yeah so around that time was also uh something like not something but uh, avatar the last airbender was also happening where it like the show took it was done by people who were just who just wanted to tell a story so bad that they did everything in their power to tell it and it, it had three seasons they would like i go back to that show quite a lot and i i will not admit how many times i've watched that show again and again <laughs> but good god man th- those there are some there's some amazing story beats and some heartbreaking story beats there. And it was the first time for me realizing that, oh shit, it's not just colors and funny characters. Also, it's also about feelings. It was around the time where I didn't quite grasp the, the main, or the main uh, feelings around uh, the Lion King, but I was still into animation and like that show really, really like, it stuck with me and I can say that for everyone who's watched that show. Oh, yeah. You'll not find you'll not find a single fan who's not liked. And you'll not find a single person who's watched that show and says that it's bad. Because it's it is so consistent in its storytelling and it, it takes so much from our real world while also being in like such a fictional world where we have we have four elements of um we have earth fire air water and heart and that's it sorry that's captain planet captain planet was also another show <laughs> and uh, and they're benders and it's it's so weird that like or it's just in my mind that i i like i tie everything else else back to x-men for some reason where <laughs> i'm sorry but they're they're like benders and they're at least in the, in, in avatar the last name bender um <laughs> <laughs> sorry benders is like a gay slur <laughs> well, <laughs> well you know, like a british gay slur as well i just you just caught me on yeah that. I like, know. what's he saying I know. oh no hang on okay know. he's talking oh, about God. their bit yeah right <laughs> it just tripped well, me that's not what i mean <laughs> sorry anyway it oh, yeah. it's, like it's from, yeah i remember that from the in-betweeners yeah oh, oh yeah shit. british culture yeah exactly Sorry, so there's the, yeah. the vendors and they have the different abilities based on yeah. those those uh, elemental things. Right. So if you're born if you're born in the Earth Kingdom, you'll uh, some of them will be earth benders, so they can bend earth and make bridges and everything else, like whatever they want to from earth, right? Okay. And then you have air benders who are peaceful were peaceful monks and they're the most spiritual for because for them it requires to have the spiritual connection towards air itself so whoever's an, it's a good example would be a jedi 
right? Oh, okay. All right. Like, if you're an earthbender, you're taken away from your family, you put in this camp for the rest of your life where you where you exercise and master your powers and then you go around the world helping people. That's fucked up, but okay. How is that fucked up? <clears throat> no, it's taken away from your yeah. family and trained to be a superhero. It's, it's yeah. a bit unfair. What if you just want to be... A- <laughs> Well, that's the thing. You don't get a choice, do you? Yeah. yeah and heroes, then... Um, heroes seldom do. Yeah. Um, then there's the... F- yeah, you have to, man. And there's, there's the Fire Kingdom who... And then there are the Firebenders. Where the fire... like, There's a movie done by Emma Shyamalan called The Last Airbender. And I, I hope to God... Why have you seen that and not the show, man? I had to watch it for Why? the podcast before we met, all right? <laughs> oh, my fucking God. It's rough. It's rough. That, that film? Cast, but it's rough. Fuck no. No, you don't like the cast? Death no, man. Amazing. I love God. that actor. He's great. All right, let, let the podcast in, then I'll, I'll tell you why. <laughs> why you don't like Dev Patel is he done something to you I love Dev Patel I love Dev Patel but he's a horrible casting for that role oh okay alright we'll talk about oh, that or what they did but okay. anyway but yeah just like that show it still <laughs> gives me goosebumps at times like it's <sighs> sorry it's alright you getting yeah I'm, I'm not joking I'm not joking I was just I have to breathe. <laughs> yeah, you got to breathe in between sentences. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I forget to do that sometimes. So do I. It's my, sometimes I'll just be talking and be like, and then he's oh! and I faint because I don't have any air in my lungs. Um, yeah. Is this, is this available somewhere? Like, is it somewhere that? Because my, um, my sister in law talks about it all the time as well. Alex, she's got a, a a friend of hers for her birthday sent away to get like her animated as as one of those characters. Oh <clears throat> like, wow! You, know how you get a still of it. Yeah, they do it with the Simpsons and shit. <clears throat> oh shit you're gonna tell me what it's on yeah i'm gonna tell you where it's on but i clicked on avatar uh-oh all these which blue is, motherfuckers uh... came up <laughs> damn blue motherfuckers came up damn blue motherfuckers. oh yeah it's on netflix oh great let's go okay it is on netflix awesome. all right I'm, I'm gonna add that to my list as well um <clears throat> it, and that it's funny because that sort of superhero-y stuff um kind of it had a resurgence in in that late two thousands or mid two thousands with the Ben Tens, you know, with Avatar. Um, it kind of Kim Possible. It had kind of a resurgence, whereas it was a lot of kiddie stuff before that, you know, Smurfs and 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 whatnot, like I was talking about before. But in the eighties, it was all that. Like it was it was superheroes, man. It was not only the, um, the Super Friends and the the. Uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends and a bunch of other different friends and all that shit. Uh, you also had um, uh, things like Transformers. Um, oh, yes. Thundercats. Lots of animal-based ones. Samurai Pizza Cats. If you don't know what that is, fucking Google it right now. Um, to- ninja Turtles. That was my thing. Turtles, yes. The Teenage Mutant Ninja variety of turtles uh huge like just and then you had all the all the amazing like the thing where they were trying to do ninja turtles but they they couldn't so they did battle toads (laughs) and another what was the other one this is the best one all right you ready for this if you had never heard of this is going to blow your mind this came out post 
to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There was actually a show called Biker Mice from Mars. And they and, and, and I'll tell you something. They were mice who rode motorbikes and they were from fucking Mars. <laughs> it was crazy. What? So were their bikes like anti-gravity or like had some gravity shit? Because they're from Mars. It's just, <laughs> just, they were just mice who come down punch people in their turkey necks with, with fucking, you know, whatever. And I can't even remember if, I think they were full grown as well. Street sharks. There was one called street sharks where it was like half men, half shark people. Fucking oh. wild. All of those like anthropomorphic kind of stuff. And even Transformers became a CG show and was like the, the um, and they were all like, one of them was a primate. Um, they were like, uh, uh, animals, you know, transform into animals and stuff. So it was sort of that super. Well, yeah, the stuff. one that becomes a dragon and stuff. Yeah, well, right? I mean, no, no, there was there was one before that that was an animated show, um, like you know, like Toy Story, but low rent for TV, and it was Optimus Primal. We talked about it because they're gonna. It's like they're doing that as a new movie. Beast Wars, fucking Beast Wars is the, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, um, that's that's yeah, that's what I was trying to talk about. But <clears throat> that kind of superhero stuff. Yeah, Captain Planet was massive, you know. Captain Planet, he's our hero, going to take pollution down to zero. And there's a funny thing about that as well. I don't know, it's funny, but it's interesting. When I was a kid, um, it was like the first season had come out, right? Captain Planet. Great. Had these f- f- these five kids. It was earth, wind, fire, water, and heart, Okay. And they were all from different continents and stuff. And Hart was the little guy who had the little monkey and whatever. And they kind of, with our powers combined, we we call upon Captain Planet. And with all of their rings together, they could call on Captain Planet. And he had the combined powers of all of their rings. They could do individual shits with just their powers. But they called him, I don't know where he was kept, in some horrible, you know, recycling cave. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, if you want to find like a really good uh, 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 sort of gag about uh, Captain Planet, go and watch Funny or Dies, Captain Planet, where it's Don Cheadle playing Captain Planet. And he just turns everybody into a fucking tree. It's great. But anyway, so the cartoon was that. And they would call upon Captain Planet to save the day. And I always wondered to myself, geez, I wonder what would happen if they didn't have all the guys there. Like if they didn't have all the rings. Could they call upon Captain Planet, but he would have a smaller power set? You know, so if they were, if all of a sudden they were with earth and fire underground for some reason, trapped, and they couldn't get to water and wind and heart, would they just summon up this version of Captain Planet who could only manipulate rocks and shit and make fire happen, but he was also kind of a dick because they didn't have heart? What the fuck do you think they did in season two? Almost that exact thing. And I'm only bringing it up now so that whoever invented Captain Planet knows that I fucking know. All right? I see you. I, I know what you I did. Wanna, I went a little bit Joe Pesci then. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm just getting a bit angry for no reason at things that don't exist. But yeah, it was that that sort of superhero stuff was massive. It's kind of come back a little bit more now too, I guess. With the with the it has it's it's coming back in heaps where where Disney where Disney is now continuing the X Men series. Yeah, it's coming out um, next year or something. I hope so. Um, but yeah, I mean, animation has always been a platform to express yourself in just exploding pictures. Mm. And it's 
Like you take any animated movie or TV show and you screenshot anything, it looks fucking spectacular. Like I, I give a pretty good example of like you watch The Lion King and you pause at any moment, any moment given. You pause it, you screenshot it, you have an amazing painting there. Yes. Yeah, so and and you do that for Arcane as well, and you have just just amazing things just there. And it's it's so weird that we live in an age where we have things like the Avengers and in DC and Marvel, and we have movies like The Joker, but we also have movies like Parasite and 1917. But the thing that speaks the most to me, like since the past like what six years now it's it's always been animation like i'm i'm more towards getting into an animated film than i'm into a live action for, for some reason just speaks to you i guess whatever it is the themes are really strong and they 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 don't kind of fuck around like this the storytelling is really conservative because it has to be <clears throat> especially in series it's like you, you've got to be really tight with what you're doing whereas you know even some of this marvel stuff we've talked about drags itself out so i think it's just you know that's your shit man that's your shit you know i still watch yeah. cartoons I'm, I'm a i'm a pushing 40 year old man and i still watch cartoons almost daily um yeah, I love them. Even going back to the well, you know, going back to stuff I watched as a kid, like I rewatched the entire the first season, the second and third season of of Gargoyles and shit. Um, <laughs> so, uh, just, I mean, they're not shit, but they're just not for me. It kind of changes the game a little bit, and it becomes all about Goliath, like traveling the planet and doing adventures and on mystical times. I'm like, fuck off, put these gargoyles back in New York and have them fight crimes. Like it's cool. Um, but yeah, going back and checking those out, I'm rewatching the uh, both the X Men and the Spider Man series at the moment. You know, twenty minute here. Oh, awesome! Bang it on. Yeah, some of them are fucking yeah. ludicrous, like just really funny. And <laughs> but you know, it's it's it holds up storytelling wise. Oh man, the the episode where they have Juggernaut versus uh, Wolverine, like the first season. I think it's like episode six or seven, where uh, where Doctor Ex- like. Charles Xavier is trying to break into Juggernaut's mind mm. and he has these like literal walls around his mind and he can't get it. Fantastic yet ludicrous at the same time. Yeah, good storytelling, <laughs> but you know, kind of a weird visual, absolutely. When I, but you yeah. know, we talk about, you know, comics and stuff and, you know, I read, I read comics a lot and I can't help but put my, the voices I have in my head... <laughs> Not not my the my own voices that I create, but the voices that I remember from things like cartoons and whatever. Like you know, when I read Batman, I hear Kevin Conroy from the animated series, which we'll talk about shortly. But um, you know, or when I read, I just finished a um, Superior Iron Man, um, Iron Man, Iron Man. He's from Ireland. Oh, <laughs> I'm Iron Man. Um, that was pretty good Irish, actually. That was Scottish. Was it? No Scottish, you wouldn't No, I can I can do Irish really well, and I hope it doesn't come off as stereotypical, but I can only do it by way of being a pirate named Seamus, who who okay. I talk about with um like when sometimes I'll accidentally shout something while I'm boxing with my, my sister in law because we, we do boxing training um a few times a week. And she just swears, but I'll like shout strange things and most of the time it comes out as Seamus. I I be a pirate. Seamus, oh, I'll be splitting oh, me buried treasure with you if I can find it. That be like it's a little bit like dude. 
it's a, it's almost exactly what um, Alan Tudyk is doing in in Dodgeball. Car, <laughs> we're fighting Boy Scouts, like that kind of really, you know. The Dread Pirate Steve being no man's debt. I'll make a bargain with you. True as the North Star. Like, it's a little bit that. And then kind of also Fiddly D, which is real stereotypical, you know? Right. What the fuck are so, we talking about? <laughs> I'll have a picture of a ship with a pirate on it, and then I'll slap your picture on the pirate okay. <laughs> for I'll that segment. You, I'll give you a soundbite. <laughs> the way that I came up with it was like, if it was, um, if it was like, you know how they call out your name in, in coffee shops? Like you yeah. tell me your name when you order and then the brewster at the end calls your name and your name's on the cup. It was like, yeah, I've got a latte for Seamus. Oh, that'd be me. <laughs> he, walks, he walks over. Oh, thanks very much. I'm a pirate. And he le- <laughs> he's got to explain to people that he's a pirate every time. Oh, oh. Uh, good morning. Do I'd it. be a pirate. Uh, I'd like to open a bank account. <laughs> okay. What have you got with you? All I've got be these doubloons. We don't take those. R. never mind. <laughs> Look, it just, it gets stupider and stupider in my head. Okay. Sorry. Oh, you have no idea how much I love that. That was <laughs> fucking fantastic. Oh, good. I'm glad. I hope everybody else enjoyed it too. I have a good time. I don't know oh, where we were man. up to. Somehow we yeah. got onto pirates. It's ridiculous. Let's there's, just move there's on. An, there's an episode in season two. I think there's an episode in season two of the Dragon Prince where there's where there's a pirate for just one episode and he oh. does that exact same voice. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty a stereotypical of pirates yeah. and or Irish pirates and or Irish people, whatever. But you know, um, but hey, pirates are not around. <laughs> like those kind of pirates are not around, so we can't call it stereotypical. It's just what we have in media. <laughs> it be in the comics. <laughs> Dear the film podcast, I heard your, your your impersonation of me, and I am deeply offended. I would be unsubscribing. <laughs> well, fuck off, Seamus. We don't want your business. No, Seamus. Yeah. Seamus, we love you. Please don't fuck off. <laughs> yeah, Seamus is the best. <laughs> Unlike <laughs> Christ, come to my page on Reddit. Oh, fuck. I'm, it's devolving into something else now. Anyway, shall we move on to perhaps Addy's pissing himself laughing? Okay. Oh, it always gets about this time. Around about the sort of you know, 90 minute mark, I start losing it because I've been talking for so long. Shall we move on to perhaps yeah. talk about our favorites? I think that's probably a good move um, before we yes, get to um, as well. Yeah, I think we got. I think we got everything that we have for animation. Hey, man! If Seamus got brought up, we 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 were evolving yeah. again, so we're running out of material. All right, so let's talk about favorites. And I know it is hard. Um, I, I tend to not do this because it is hard, but I'm going to try. Let's go with TV first, and in in no discernible order. What are your like top three to five favorite shows? Like things that you go back to. <clears throat> Well, in preparation for this episode, I went back and I rewatched two shows. Actually, three, but I'm 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 not gonna say that I did not watch Arkane because I watch Arkane every day. <laughs> <laughs> you must be smashing through it. It's not that many episodes. Yeah, I mean, it's nine episodes, three acts. Uh, people who follow me on uh, Instagram at Filmatic, they know that I have. Um, 
have a certain liking to certain character, certain characters. Um. It's amazing how 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 emotionally attached you can get to people who aren't even like who are only voices, yeah. really. You know, like. I have, I have a friend and we like we simp over real people and and she and sometimes she's like well I'm sorry if I'm like uh, if it's too much I'm like I remind her every time well, you're talking to a person who's in love with two female characters who are, who are animated there's nothing weird than that <laughs> oh trust me many a ship <clears throat> uh, upon the sexual seas was sailed uh, was was set forth by watching. The Little Mermaid, uh, or the the um, you know, you know what a furry is? Huh? Sorry. You know what a fu- you know what a furry is? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a person who likes to dress up as an animal and 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 get yep. together and have tea and biscuits and 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 then do and then poke and do porn yep. and sex stuff. <laughs> it's because I did the action, isn't it? It's because I did the yeah. whole sausage going in the whole action. But you know, people do that. They dress sausage up as going in the bread, dude. Yeah, that fucking movie. People people dress up as animals and and they get together and have sexual uh, adventures and you know, bless them. Them. enjoy themselves. But I'm just saying, I'm pretty sure a lot of people's feelings about that were awakened by watching the original Disney Robin Hood movie with the Robin Hood as a fox. You know, who wears nothing underneath? He's got no pants saying. on. Neither does Donald. Like, let's let's be realistic here. Um, yeah, yeah, Donald and Robin Hood in the animated films are just horny fucks. They are, you know, they're just out there for they're out there for some chickens. Um, but yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Don't feel bad about digging Arcane. But what? So that's that's obviously one of them. What else did you watch? Yeah, the other two. Um, um, I watched uh, Dragon's Dogma. Dragon's Dogma. Yeah, I haven't heard of that. That's pretty. That's a pretty cool animated or animation, Western anime. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it's about a dragon hunter. Of course. Well, it's about a monster hunter who, in that setting, monsters always dragons, and it's about talking dragons and everything else. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I whistled. <laughs> no, you're like. Damn good. Yeah. Like I knew what you were doing. Yeah. yeah. You were you, you went like you sort of turned into Sam Elliott for a second, which I appreciate. Hey man, if I have like zero point five percent of Sam Elliott, I'm happy. He's a must if you just had the mustache, you'd be amazing. You with an enormous white mustache would fucking make my day. I've got to tell you. It would just it would tickle me pink. Um Okay, so where's that available for people? Uh Netflix. I have to write that one down too. Lots of dragon stuff. Dragon's Dogma. That's cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm into dragons and uh, and Vi and Caitlin from Arcane here. Yeah, well, I said let's, it. Let's, let's talk about yeah. Arcane for Sorry. a second. No, no, no. It's okay. fine. I just, because, you know, you're sort of leaning that way. You, you <clears> got <throat> me onto it. You said you have to watch this show. I was like, okay, I will. And it fucking blew my mind. Not only the animation. Uh, I was like, this is just going to look like a video game, isn't it? And and it doesn't. It looks far far better than a cutscene from a video game. And the story is just rock solid. Like it's such amazing storytelling. And everyone gets an arc. Everyone's relatable. Like it actually reminds me a little bit of a, a, a Tom Taylor comic called Seven Secrets, where there's so many people. There's so much going on, but you you catch everything. You know, you never it never lets anything drop. Um, 
yeah, really, really awesome. But above and beyond the, those characters being, you know, attractive in in a, in a animated way, what is it about the yeah. show that that gets you? <clears throat> well, okay, uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> sorry, yeah, I just get too excited. I block my own throat. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Yeah, let's not talk about blocking the rest let's talk about Arkin. <laughs> yes, please. Yes. You're, you're you the go. Go. Right. Um, so uh, if people don't know, Arkin is by Riot Games who made League of Legends. And Arkin is a prequel to League of Legends that has characters from League of Legends in it. Oh, okay. Now, I've, I've played a bit of League of Legends. It's it's quite a good game, but it's like now it's it's not really that good. And it, like in the game, there's nothing like that in the show. Because in the game, there are snippets. Or like, if you're very fucking intelligent and you've been there for since day one, then you know that that there kind of talks about Vi and Jinx being related to each other. But that's that's about it as far as the story goes. Like, Jinx character log in the game is is a girl who was lost and then found and found uh, solace or like um, found power in madness and warfare. So, <clears throat> and Arcane, I have to say this and I say this a lot, but I have to, cause you watch this and you don't realize, but that, that show or the first season of that show took six years to make. Yeah. And it's, it's just, I, I have to point that out every time because because how amazing it looks and how just spectacular the people behind it are. Like, especially like the, the intro by Imagine Dragon's Enemy. Oh. I'm not into that shit, but holy fuck, it every time I listen so to well. that song. so well. Yeah, I don't like Imagine Dragons. Goosebumps. I mean, I don't not like them. They did a pretty good um, song for Mission Possible, but yeah, I'm not a, I don't listen to them often. But that song just fucking hits, man. It fucking drops the beats. That beats. Am I getting it on the streets? And like, if you've not watched Arkin yet, a watch it right now. Second, if you if you need like a visual thing to attach it to it, imagine the best video game you've ever played, right? Imagine the best video game. Imagine the best cutscene in that video game. Now, Arkane is that cutscene multiplied by a million. <laughs> and he's not really underselling it either. <laughs> it's kind of true. And that's not even the story. I'm still sticking to just the visuals here. Yeah. Oh, God. The story and the characters. Well, we, st- we start off in... Uh, this is not a review, but I'm going to go do that anyway. Uh, we start off in Act 1 with uh, Vi and Caitlin. No, why? Fuck. Uh, why in powder under their under Vander, who's his father figure, and uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, so why runs this? Uh, runs this group of people who go and steal from the rich. Yeah, they're because the leaves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, there the are two big societies in Arcane, which is the Piltover, which is topside, and then there's um, then there's the nation of Zon, which is 
beyond the city. And the whole show in its crux is about these two sisters who were lost and are just trying to find each other in this crazy world that has politics and war and just downright torture. But it's also so much rooted in just sibling love. Like <clears throat> there's a scene in episode, there's a scene in episode six where Y finally meets finally meets Powder, and uh, it's it's not actually Powder because of the things that have happened in episode yeah. three. But the sisters and were split up. The uh, sisters the were split up, and then was, then was then taken under the wing by the villain, um, and trained to be quite a, a lethal killer and and also a very <clears> damaged human being as well. And uh, Y sees her, and she she calls her Powder, and it's. And and like, and Jinx's face goes down. Like you know, when you, whenever you see Jinx, it's it's her evil smile that's there always, and her face goes down, and you kind of see powder in the eyes. And it's it's heartbreaking because there's a fight there where Jinx completely loses it, and just takes out her gun and just starts shooting everybody. A Gatling gun, no less. Yeah, and uh, and there's a shot of just why looking at Jinx and. She, in that moment, she realized that the sister she knew or the sister that that was there like seven years ago it was, isn't there anymore. And it's heartbreaking to see because for because for Jinx, why left her at, at her lowest and for why she was kidnapped when when powder needed her the most. Mm. And it's it's these two sisters trying to find each other and then realizing no. So, like it we're not the same people and it's it's heartbreaking because like even at the end of the show where where the council is is deciding to vote on the freedom of the undercity which is what the whole plot was about mm. or the subplot at least it's it's jinx that throws that cannon that blasts the council uh, or the parliament house, I guess. Mm. And thus embracing her own name, Jinx, where she jinxes everything. And it's it's so thematic and it's it's so tragic and it's done super, super well. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 peak. Yeah. Peak. Uh, it is. It, it is peak animation, yes. Um, well, right on. Was, it, was there any other, like you know, one or two little ones that you can drop in and recommend to people? Oh, yeah. Uh, check out Castlevania. It's based on a game from the 80s called Castlevania. Oh, you fucking A-Rod it is. Castlevania rules. Oh, yeah. I don't know about the, Dude, they... the game rules. Yeah, the game fucking rules because I've played it. It's so simple. It's just a side-scroller and you just you just fucking yeah. whip bats with your big whip and it's super cool. But, yeah, the, um, the cartoons, it's like a, a sort of westernized anime uh, uh, written by, written and created by um, the um, comic book writer Warren Ellis uh, of uh, authority I, fame. I think so. Yeah. I'm not very sure, cause, but yeah, that's like I watched the like. I say this very, very. I don't say this often, but Castlevania's for like the first season of Castlevania has I think has three to four episodes. And that's it. 
for? Right. Um, first, and like, that's like the first four episodes are not even the, f- like the first act. It's like half of the first act. It's like Dune. Mm. And, uh, but yeah, like the, the pilot episode of that show is I think 45 minutes long. It's, it is one of the best pilot episodes ever put to television. All right. It gives you, it gives you story, character, and everything else you need to fall in love with this world. And it's, it's very based in a, in a world with religion and stuff and, and the things they do with that, especially the animation. And this is the one thing that, that I haven't seen any, I haven't seen done anywhere else, but in Castlevania where, because it's anime and it's hand-drawn anime, it, it gives, it gives you a totally different vibe when you have fight scenes. But there's a particular there's a particular scene in a fight scene where it's all fire, and as soon as the fire goes out, every single character becomes black and white. That's cool. And, and oh god, like, yeah, just, just check gonna, it out. I'm gonna have to check it out because I'm just looking at it on IMDb. Every single episode was written by Warren Ellis, but like the show was created oh, by him. <clears throat> yeah, Warren Ellis is a, a amazing um, comic book writer. Um, okay, all right. That's that's on my list. And have you got one more for us? Give me one more. One more. Slip one in under the. There's, there's not my ranking. There's just recommendations. Yeah, that's okay. Um. Wait, hold on. I really, I do have to check out. Well, I do have to like search the name for this. You go on. Uh, give us give us a few shows. All right, I'm gonna Movies. do. The, the, I'm I'm actually gonna do these not in order, but these are my favorite shows. Um, first off, the OG Warner Brothers cartoons, Bugs Bunny, Elmer Fudd, uh, um, Roadrunner Coyote, uh, all of those, you could never get away with them now. They're, they're way too violent. Um, you know, people getting rocks dropped on them and all sorts of banana shit like that. Uh, but they're still great. And you can occasionally find like on Amazon prime, they've got these little, uh, uh, you know, videos of like three hours of old school Warner Brothers animation. You just bung it on, and it's just it's it's just a, it's just a joy to behold. You know, these these crazy little six or seven minute stories, all Mel Blank doing the voices. Um, yeah, can't be missed. But um, in terms of shows, animated shows, um, number one, like top tier number one, is uh, the Batman animated series from the nineties, um, which is. It's still hot. Like I, I rewatched the entire third season's a bit strange in, the, in that they changed the animation style, animation style rather, and um, they start bringing in all these fucking monsters and shit. I'm like, Batman shouldn't fight monsters. Um, also, he he often is always with Robin in that as well. I like solo Batman sometimes, um, but the first and second seasons are just the high watermark for not only animation at the time because it was. It was really groundbreaking in the sense that it was super stylized. It wasn't bright. It was actually animated on black paper um, and it was done art deco. Yeah, done sort of in the art deco style, kind of gothic, uh, didn't really know what the time period was. No one had mobile phones and then or anything to give it, they sort of track it at a particular point. Um, But it's just incredible. The vocal performances are great. Mark Hamill's Joker is iconic. Uh, and I don't use that word a lot. It gets thrown around a lot these days, but it, it really is. You can't not, I can't not think of Mark Hamill when I think of the Joker and Kevin Conroy, Batman, just 
you know, understood the same way that Christopher Reeves did. There's a difference between the alter ego and the and the superhero, and you have to adjust yourself vocally and and physically for that. Um, and it also produced uh, that film. Sorry, that TV show also spawned a film called Mask of the Phantasm, which is probably it's probably my second favorite Batman movie after Batman Returns. Um, it's fucking outstanding. They they do it's the same animation as the um, <clears throat> as the TV series, but it's more polished. It's smoother. Um, it got released in cinemas on Christmas Day for some fucking reason, and um, and I love it. I watch that movie every couple of years probably um and uh and it's just yeah it's available on binge here uh in in australia probably get on hbo max or whatever or this is a disney app over there sorry a dc app in the states um so that's sort of you know top shelf just below that is something that came out around about the same time steven spielberg was kind of given carte blanche to just do whatever he wanted with warner brothers animation and he created a bunch of really interesting shit um, the Animaniacs was one of them, which is a banana show and, and filled with adult jokes, like all the best cartoons are um, peppered in there. But it's just, you know, these crazy characters doing some crazy stuff and they live in the water tower, the Warner Brothers water tower, and they get into adventures. But one of the other things was um, Freakazoid, which was at the advent of, you know, or sort of the, the genesis of, of the internet, uh, 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 this show came out and it was about a young guy who um got zapped into the computer and turned into freakazoid a superhero who's got really ill-defined powers like he's kind of really fast or whatever but he can't fly he just runs around with his arms in the air going and it's a comedy and he's a complete bananas and i follow the guy who did his voice on instagram and he's still hilarious and i rewatched the first season within the last couple of um, weeks actually and it's just it's so funny and so silly and just gets me in all the right places of, of, of my, my humor. Um, and the animation is really cool. It looks like Batman. They make a lot of Batman jokes, um, you know. Uh, and it's also around the time of like the Superman cartoon by um, Bruce Timm um, and uh, the, the Justice League one as well. Justice League was great. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's well worth your time. Uh, and then just coming down the line quickly, yeah, X-Men and Spider-Man from the 90s, um, those those original series. Uh, when I read um, comics, I think this is what I was trying to say before, but I got distracted by Seamus. Um, the X-Men uh, comics, when I read those, I just recently reread uh, um, Grant Morrison's run on uh, new X-Men from the early 2000s. Uh, when I read those characters, I hear the voices from that cartoon. And typically when I, when I read a Spider-Man comic, I hear that actor um, from that as well. Um, absolutely. Arcane, Addy just talked about that really did, um, you know, like set a new benchmark for what I expect from CG animation, honestly, and from storytelling in animation. Um, and coupled with that, the, the Death, Love and Robots anthology series is, I can't recommend it more highly, um, particularly season three, the, the episode we were talking about before with the giant crab, uh, Bad Traveling, it was called, directed by David Fincher and written by um, Kevin Michael Williamson, who wrote um, the film Seven. It, it, it's 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 beautiful. It's a wonderful piece of, of gothic storytelling. You should get into it. And of course, as far as I wanted to slip in there, some anime as well. I'm a bit old school. I don't sort of watch more of the recent stuff. I did watch Evangelion, but it never never really got me um and 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 tv wise i sort of more saw the movies of them but the series that really got me was uh there's two of them one was called gunsmith cats 
which was uh, about a, a, a couple of female private detectives and they had a GT Shelby Cobra car that was beautifully animated in the thing. Really good series. And of course, Cowboy Bebop. Um, just, I haven't seen the live action series on Netflix, so I can't comment on that. But the original series of that, the original storyline of these, you know, bounty hunters in space um, and the music, the soundtrack, like the, the band who wrote all the music, I have, I can't remember their name, but um, I've, I've got them on Spotify because it's just, you know, it's like jazzy and fun and the animation's so slick and it's just, yeah, got to be seen. So, yeah, that's the, they're my, my top ones. Batman, Freakazoid, Cowboy Bebop, Arcane, X-Men and Spider-Man from the 90s. Do you want to do movies? Yeah. Lion King. Lion King all day, good night. <laughs> That's what it is. Is yours? No, you, you have to do it because I just spoke for 10 minutes about stuff and I need a sip of water. You do your movies okay. and I'll do my movies. Well, uh, the recommendation that I, I want to give is um, is called Dota Dragon's Blood. Again, Dragon's Blood. everybody yes. know that was Addy's chair just then. That wasn't Oh, a man. Sorry. <laughs> you were pulling a chair and it went... <laughs> And I just want everyone to know that was a chair. It wasn't one of us flatulating. Doing a flatchel. A wee flatch. A flatchet. <laughs> okay, it's starting Name to get <laughs> You go, sorry. You want to recommend what? Um, uh, there's a show called uh, Dota Dragon's Blood, which is also based on a game. Again, dragons, but yes. Um, it's all the dragon uh, shit with you, man. I'm starting to think it's something we need to devote some time to. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. It's just pre- prehistoric times with just dragons and monsters. It just speaks to me because I like I grew up on Lord of the Rings and shit. Yeah, so. of course. But yeah, uh, check those out. I am not very into. I want to get into just uh, foreign language anime as well. But I don't know why I've just stuck to Western anime because uh, a, a lot of people talk about Japanese animation, but not but not a lot of people talk about just anime, just Western anime in general because they also do a lot of stuff there. Mm-hmm. It's not talked about much. Um, the another recommendation I have is it's it is anime now. It wasn't back then when it was made, but uh, I talked about uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. And the sequel to that show is The Legend of Korra, which is the avatar after Aang, yeah, who's sure. the main focus of that show, which is uh, that world, mm. which is that world that's established in Avatar: The Last Airbender, but put into the industrialization phase, okay. where how where how these people with powers evolve, where people who have earth, people who are earthbenders are now sandbenders as well, because sand has powers of, or sand has uh, elements of earth in it. Mm-hmm. And how uh, some earthbenders can also bend metal, but it's the most it's the most hardest thing to bend. And then there are artists who are metal benders, who are just they make sculptures out of just metal. It's it's really amazing. Um, and this is a movie, yeah. you said. No, that that's a show. Oh, okay. Sorry, but we're doing movies. But whatever the fuck. But I, I want to do shows first and then movies. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'll start with number five for shows. Sorry, a really loud car just went past my house. Yeah, now it's that. fucking You don't need to be going that fast. Wankers. Fucking Seamus out there and he's going. Arr. 
I love the Fast and the Furious movies. It's all about family, it is. <laughs> Ivan, I'll call you back. Sorry, go. All right. Um, my, all right, number five for um, animation is... Dragon's Dogma. Okay. It has one season. I think it's cancelled. So they won't have any other story left. But right. the story that they have in season one is spectacular. Right that's also that's also not in not a Western anime, but I watched it dubbed, I think. Cause it came out that way. <laughs> I don't know. You're you're the one with all the information. That's all right. Yeah, I yeah, it came out in English, but I don't think it's actually done in English. People will figure it out. It's fine. What's your number? Yeah, four? sorry. No, that's okay. Uh, my number four is Avatar: The Last Airbender. The last one of the bending air people. Yeah, bending air people is is, is the thing that's needs to. Be. It sounds like my grandpa, <laughs> both of whom are dead. But if my grandpa was still alive, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, Avatar: The People Who Bend Wind." Is that correct? That'd be him, sort of like trying to figure it out. Okay, what number three? Uh, good God, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a show that I've not talked about at all. That's all right. Um, I'm gonna go the uh, Disney, uh, Disney's Ultimate Spider-Man. That yeah, that's some good shit. Is that the one where he teamed well, up with like Nova and stuff? Yes, it's part of yeah, the team it's group that he's been yes, trained by Shield. Yeah, yeah that's with Nick Fury awesome. and everything. Yeah, it's like it, yeah. it's an offshoot of Ultimate Spider-Man. Um, yep, yeah. which I loved and. Well, I've, I've not read any of the Ultimate Spider-Man comics except the one where they introduced Miles because I was working on a project with off Miles. But yeah, I mean, th there's a there's an episode in season two where he meets Miles, and it's it's it like you watch the episode and you see ah, this was the foundation for Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you can see it straight through. But no, yeah, I mean, they they have Goblin as the villain in that episode as well, so. Yeah, perfect. Uh, Miles is primed perfect. for some for for some you know live action real estate in the uh, the MCU. It, it must be happening. Like <clears throat> they can't not be thinking about it. We need it, Sony. I know, I know you're listening. We need live action Miles Morales. And if you don't have an idea, please ring me because I have. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get a call from Disney Plus, the person again. Hey, Eddie, it's Disney Plus here. What do you want to do with Miles? Yep, that is still my name. Anyway, um, number two, sir. Number two for you. This is hard. This is hard. That's why I wrote them down. No, this is hard because I know what my what my top tier is, but I don't want the one to go at number one and number two. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying, yeah. But yeah, fuck it. Um, the Dragon Fits at number two. Okay. All right. I've got to check this show out. And number one, yeah. obviously... Okay. Okay. I love it. That's a good list. I didn't do numbers like, for mine, though. I just said what they were. Batman, Freak, Cowboy yeah, Bebop. You, you, went up, you went on from uh, from top tier, so you went on. Batman uh, and Down. Batman, the anime. Yeah, yeah Batman and Down. It's Batman and then everything else. So, right. Right. Do, um, what about movies? <clears throat> do you have, like, you know, top three or top five of those? I do. Do you have... I do, but you you do you do it. 
All right, so we so we can go back and forth. So I can do we'll five. Go back and we'll go sip, sip, sip. Yep. Yep. Sip, sip, sip. Like like episode one, which hey episode ten. Hey, episode get it. We're in double digits, baby. We've been doing this together for ten weeks. That's ridiculous. <sighs> it is. It is. How's it been? Do how's it been ten weeks? It, it's gone pretty damn quickly. I'll say that much. But um, yeah, man, we're we're so happy to be here, everyone. Thank you for thank you for joining us. If you're joining us. Um, okay, so we'll go from top down. How many have I got? One, two, three, four, five. I have six for some reason. <clears throat> well, I'll do. I can do five. Uh, you can do six. So you start with six, and then go to five, and then I'll start. Okay. Well, I can probably remove. Uh, no, I won't do it. Okay. So my number six. <laughs> actually, no. Like dual uh, dicks. No, dual number five is um, uh, Aladdin. With, mm-hmm. with uh, the Robin Williams, and I'm just thinking about Ratatouille, but no, I won't add that. And um, Ghost in the Shell, oh, that fucking that's blew a my head off. Yeah, went like an anime um, uh, that came out in Johnny. I know you're listening, Johnny, the the legendary Johnny who writes our a lot of our music. Actually, he got in touch with me. He's writing us some more themes. So you're a fucking, you're a dude. Um, but Thank you probably, so much. He's probably hearing the shitty stock stuff I'm using going, we're not doing that. I'm going to write you some <laughs> real shit because he's an absolute savant, that kid. Um, kid. <laughs> my age. Anyway, Johnny, correct me in the comments. Was Ghost in the Shell 95? I don't want to look it up. So I think it was 95. I'll look yeah. it up. Incredible. <clears throat> um, such a, a great uh, animation thing. They made a pretty shitty movie of it. Um, yes, I, I can agree. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Aladdin and Ghost in the Shell is my number five. What's your number five? Uh, yeah, Ghost in the Shell was 1995. Holy shit. There you go, Johnny. Don't worry about it, mate. Oh, wow. Okay. My number five is Toy Story 3. Toy Story 3, okay. Uh, my number four is Monsters, Inc. Um, because that movie is fucking hilarious. It's such a solid story um, and, and such solid, solid storytelling. And I defy you not to feel when at the end he they fix the door and he opens it and you just hear Boo's voice and the look on Sully's face... And that's the end of the picture. Are you fucking shitting me, Disney? Like, holy shit! It's nearly well, as bad as that's DreamWorks, isn't first... it? What? Sorry. That's DreamWorks, isn't it? That's not Disney. No, that's Pixar. Is it? Yeah, absolutely. I think it was like after Toy Story two. Um, pre. Oh shit! My bad then. Pre cars. Yeah, no, that's all right. Uh, just, just incredible. And it's like Disney does, does it to me all the time. Well, not Disney. The, the people who work for Disney as, as storytellers. That you know, the, the opening two minutes of Up. Like, are you fucking serious? That's like one of the most devastating shits of all time. But uh, yes, yeah, so, sorry. Monsters Inc. is number four. Fucking you and me, me and you, both of us together. Like, just Billy Crystal, man. Put that thing back where it came from or so help me. <laughs> it's just outstanding. Okay, I'm watching fucking Monsters, Inc. tonight, I'll tell you that much. And the sequel's pretty it's pretty good too. Okay, yeah. sorry. What, what's your number three? Number four. You number four? Yeah. You number four? Uh, my number four 
is uh, yeah, fuck it. Uh, my number four is How to Train Your Dragon Three, okay. which is the hidden world. Right. All right. I'm gonna watch these movies. Is that and, that, and, and they get consistently better? Do they? Oh yeah, they do. I mean, it's it's a story. It's a story that started in 2008 and ended in 2009. It's it's a decade long storytelling. Yeah. Right on. All right, I'm gonna put that on the list too. And I I cried in that movie because that movie ends with uh, Hiccup saying, "When I was when I was a boy, there were dragons," and that's how the book starts. And I cried. Oh, really? You, yeah. Well, you know, if you've got the previous with the material, of course, you know. Yeah. I think which, I which of... is big. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. No, no, you do it. No, you do it. <laughs> I was just gonna say I have previous with my next one. My next one, I was gonna say. Uh, cool. Uh, yeah, it's become it's becoming a a consistent theme here that I cry in everything that I watch. That's totally fine. There's no one's no one's um no one's judging you. And if they are, they can fuck off. Uh, what am I up to? Three. Uh, three. Yeah. Number three is um the OG uh Disney. I realize there's a lot of Disney, but it, whatever. Um, Alice in Wonderland. <clears throat> oh. Just, I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's it's fucking incredible. The animation's so good. It was when they were still rotoscoping, which is the technique where they film um, real actors and then animate over the top. Um, and it's just, it's like the book. It's bananas. We actually have in 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 our bedroom um, here like a a quote. It's like you know, uh, uh, you're quite bonkers, but all the best people are, or something along those lines. I can't remember exactly the words, but I love that. Um, uh, so much actually when emily was was overseas she got me like a a still of the mad hatter and um that that particular the mad hatter scene is and and also oh fuck it's all good the mad hatter scene and um uh the uh the carpenter's apprentice uh, but the mad hatter scene in particular where they're around the the tea table and alice comes in and it's like the drunk the the mouse that's drunk on tea and stuff and then you've got the mad hatter and the hair um, you know, and the, oh, is it the hair? That's the mad, yeah, it's the mad hatter and the hair. And they're like, you know, tea, tea, you must have a cup of tea. And like, they're, they're fucking insane people. And she sits down to do it. And they've got like, one of them sipping a cup of tea that's half a cup of tea, but the water, the, the, the liquid's staying in it, you know? And then that someone's watch breaks, the rabbit's watch breaks and they try to fix it. He's like, here we go. We'll put the butter, butter, yes, butter. Yes, go jam, yes, jam, yes, good. Mustard, yes, must, mustard. Oh, let's do not be silly. Like just lunacy, and it's fucking. It's yeah. You got you got to check it out. I love it so much. The idea and Ed Wynn, who does the voice of the Mad Hatter. He's he's also in uh, Mary Poppins. He's the guy who can't stop laughing and he levitates. Um, just, he, he was a, a staple actor in, in Disney stuff back then. And it's just, um, yeah, it's a great movie from top to bottom. Sorry. I kept doing impressions this week, everybody. It's just the only way I can really express myself properly, but it's an animated show. So it makes perfect fucking sense. And if anyone's yeah. in this and wants me to do some animated work for them, kiss the ring. Um, okay. I'll, yeah, I will, I will take that too. One day. Yeah, I give I give you like a forty page script and like, hey man, you've got like two hours to give this to me. I'll do it. I'll do it, man. I'm a I'm a worker. I'll get it done. Um, yeah, right on. Uh, so, what's your number three? Oh god, my number three is 
is something that I have previously again, but it's it's weird because I love this more than the show. It's called The Adventures of Tintin, the 2011 film. Yeah, great movie. Directed by Steven uh, Spielberg. That's, that's the mistake everyone makes. Because it says directed by Steven Spielberg. It's actually co-directed by Steven Spielberg. And uh, Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. Yeah, yeah. One of, one of the most beautiful animated films you'll ever see. Like, just the title sequence there is, is like, if you're a fan of the show in the 90s, for Tintin and the title sequence in in the film is like an homage to the show. Mm. It's spectacular. Yeah, so fucking good, so good. And it's it's like like there's a thirty minute uh, interview of just these two heads of filmmaking, uh, Steven Spielberg and Peter Jackson, just talking about how they made the film and like how it started. Was Steven Spielberg wanted to make a live action Tintin film? Yeah, and uh, he went to Peter Jackson. Because at, at the time uh, he created a workshop for everything he did with a lot of the rings, and then they were going into the Hobbit films mm-hmm. in 20, this was like 2010. So it was like two years before the first one came up, first Hobbit film. So uh, he said, I want to make Snowy the dog animated, but I don't know how to do it. So do you know how to do it? And so what what Peter Jackson did was he role played as Captain Haddock as his audition for the role, Perfect. and then and and then animated him and then animated Snowy the dog in in that whole in that whole audition. And it's a shame that we didn't get to see Peter Jackson as Captain Haddock because that would be amazing. Yeah, right. It ended up being is it Andy? I know it's is it Andy Circus or it's it's Andy Circus. It's- Captain Haddock is fucking amazing. Daniel Craig's in that too, isn't he? Yeah, he's the villain. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, no, I, hey, I do like the get... idea of him being like, Steven Spielberg being like, yeah, so I really want to make this this film. And then you know, live action, then Peter Jackson's like, hang on, do I have a New Zealand accent? I don't know if I do. Oh, are you oh, brave? We'll, anyway. yeah, we'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll animate it for you. Every time I try and do New Zealand, it comes out as Korg. Fucking goddamn you, Tiger Waititi. Anyway, yeah, we'll just go and animate. Uh, We're going to animate the dog, and then uh, we're going to also animate myself, and I'm going to be the captain. (laughs) It was was a vain attempt. Um, Yeah, I I, I love that movie. Now I want to watch that tonight instead. Yeah, and in that film, you have Simon Pegg and Nick Frost as detective thomas and thomas yeah. what else do you need no no <laughs> it's perfect. pretty funny man it really it's is awesome yeah they're great i mean they're always good together but in particular that yeah, yeah. um okay number two sir. number twos my number two is another disney funnily enough um is atlantis the lost empire with michael j fox and another and a, and a star-studded cast it's really funny. The animation's really different. Like it's really sharp and 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 comic booky, and uh, uh, it's it's such a great story. Like it's just a big adventure picture. And when they were making it, they actually it was the first animated, like hand drawn animated film that Disney had produced up until that point in however many years that didn't have any songs. And one of the, their mantra was um, less songs, more explosions. And it's it is it's a balls to the wall action adventure. It's so fucking cool. It's got a beautiful message about um uh, uh, uh you know in the same way that Avatar does about conservation, about you know indigenous rights, uh and and about you know finding the beauty in places where you weren't expecting. 
all the characters are really cool. This it's it is hilariously funny in a lot of parts. Um, you know, particularly the the, the um, explosions expert talking about how he's got like nitroglycerin and, and and you know what's he bringing on the trip? Oh, I've got nitroglycerin, uh, notepads, fuses, wicks, glue, and paper clips. Big one. You know, like office supplies. Like he's just—it's so silly and so fun, and he's. You were an Arnold Schwarzenegger there, dude. It was a little bit Arnie, but it's actually a, a, an actor uh, who um, is, is Hispanic, I think. But anyway, beside the point. Yeah, number two, Atlantis. Fucking peep it as soon as you can. The sequel's pretty good too. Oh man, I have two films at my in my uh, spot. That's all right. <clears throat> Run them down. Uh, there's an anime film called Your Name, which is devastating. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, uh, it's it's one of those films that I I I can't and refuse to move on from because it's so devastatingly beautiful. <laughs> like I I've had conversations with my friends and like, dude, it's just a movie. I'm like, fuck no, man. Like like, <laughs> she was in love with him three years before he knew she existed. Man, just shut up. Hang up the phone at that point. They don't yeah. get. That's beautiful. What was the What was the one that was tired then? Jesus. Um, there's another. Uh, so that's your name. Please do check that out because, like, the visuals in that film are amazing. Just like the first shot of the clouds, you know that you're in for a ride. Yeah, sure. Um, and the second one is Onward. Oh, beautiful film. I have a younger brother. That's all I'm going to say. That, yeah, that yeah made it's, me. totally speaks to you. Yeah, I get that. We actually talked about it in, in, in a previous episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, right on. Well, my number one in that case is, um, this is a little bit of a a, a, a cheat, but um, it's, it's happening because it's in my top five favorite movies of all time. Uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Um, which is just one of the most mind-bending, genre-bending uh, uh you know, doing like IP smash up. You know that Chip and Dale movie that just came out? That's like yep. I, super IP heavy. Like they're, they're pulling from everywhere. They've got fucking South Park characters and stuff. This was what that was. It was doing that before, um, uh, you know, before anyone had even conceived of it. It had Warner Brothers characters and Disney characters working together, Betty Boop. Um, and it's a detective story. You know, it's about um, uh, uh, the industrialization excuse me, industrialization and the commercialization of, of, of um, you know, of America, basically. And it's just Bob Hoskins is pitch perfect. He, he You believe he is in the scene with cartoons. It's fucking nuts. Like there's a scene where he has Roger handcuffed to him while he's being interrogated by the weasels and Roger is handcuffed to him underneath the water in the dishes and he's pretending to do the dishes and the, the rabbit keeps popping out every time they turn his back to get a breath. And the water moves, Bob Hoskins moves, the the all of the stuff that Roger interacts with is not cartoon. Um, and then the final act being, you know, in Toontown, like it's just, and it really is, it's a really grown up story. Um, you know, the probate joke is like, you know, why do they need probate? And he's like, my grandfather had a problem with his probate <laughs> and he couldn't sit down or whatever it was. Like, not prostate, you idiot. Like, it's just... It, it, again, it gets me in those those little spots where you catch things every time. Like I'm still finding things. I watched it recently, like during lockdown with um, my, my sister-in-law and my fiance um, for the first time. And Alex hadn't seen it. Uh, and she was like, 
just watching her watch it was what I got out of it to see someone view that for the first time because I don't remember never seeing that. Um, it's so good. In fact, I'm actually, it's one of the films I'm showing for my birthday this year. I'm hiring a cinema and doing like a film festival and that's one of the ones in the program. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking incredible. And um, that's a better Roger Rabbit than I thought I had in my bag. I just kind of, it just kind of came out. Of yeah. Me. I don't remember that. That was really good. Oh, thanks. But yeah, really, really good. Shaving a haircut. Yeah. And you doing that like reminds me that I do I do that to, to like friends of mine where I show them the room. It's just that I like to I like to <laughs> oh, see hi, them. Mark, yeah. <laughs> you, you you do not deserve to make that point because you haven't watched it. <laughs> no, I know, it, but that's that's how ingrained it is in popular culture that I know it well oh, without even doing it. So. Um, <laughs> Okay, so uh, yeah, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? It, it is an absolute yeah. banger. What's your number one, sir? Drum roll. Yeah. My number one is the one I've talked about the most, uh, The Lion King. The Lion King. We all know why that's great and probably doesn't need to be. Yeah, the 1994, not, not 2019, 1994. Yeah, it's, I, they're like, oh, they're the live action remake. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking it's about? It's not There's live action. There's animals in that at all. It's just, <laughs> it's just a, a different type of animation. Um, yeah. Lion King's amazing. What a great soundtrack. Just perfect storytelling, really. Like when I used to write reviews, like that, it's that soundtrack and the Man of Steel soundtrack that I used to play to, to like help me write it. And oh, like, yeah. dude, never has a movie ever like put you in a place where you're hooked from, from the first second with that sunrise up, you're hooked, man. Yeah, it's it's, it's that spectacular. Opening, as as spoofed as it has been, that opening is 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 pretty incredible. Um, and Hans Zimmer won an Academy Award for, uh, Academy Award for that score. It's his first Academy Award, his second being Dune. Um, so yeah, yeah. Just think about that. Just think about that. Hans Zimmer winning his first ever Academy Award for and The Lion King. Movie. Yeah. And then never winning again until Dune. That's <laughs> <laughs> fucking bananas, honestly. Ah, oh, well, there you go, folks. That's um, that's our animated films roundup. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Do we have any questions this week? We do, but I, I just want to say that I I did watch the Chip and Dale movie, the the real like the one the one that came out like just now. Did the one on Disney? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I it was good. You know, Adam. Sandler I liked it. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's Adam. Yeah. I, Adam I just, Sandberg I, and John Mulaney. Yeah. Yeah. See now, that's the that's the film I wanted from <laughs> from Space Jam Two. That's what oh, see, Space Jesus. Jam Two should have been. In Space Jam Two, there's all these characters there, and there's the four guys from A Clockwork Orange. Like Dude, the oh, fuck, there is. It's fucking ridiculous. Like what Jesus, could you space? imagine, dude? I know. Anyway. Um, yeah, I didn't. I, I watched Space Jam too, but uh, only in as much as it was on in the background. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that, that's I, I the whole movie, though. Else. Like that's like the people who are like like us. They're not watching the film; they're just watching backgrounds. That's what the film is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think I I made a joke when I was watching it. I posted a picture of um, uh, what's what's the guy's name. James Franco from the movie Spring Breakers, where he's standing on the bed, like, you know, with all the money and the guns and the three the three bikini-clad girls are in front of me. He's like, look at all my shit. Look at all my shit. Look at all the shit I got. I'm like, that's 
Space Jam. Like, <laughs> that's Disney going, look at all our shit. Look at all this shit we got. We got this and this and this. Like, all right, guys, bit of overload. I feel like the, the, the Chippendale movie kind of straddled that line a little bit better. Um, it yeah. was IP overload as well, but, you know. But it, it worked. Was, it, was, it, was used, it worked. Like, the jokes were really good. Like, it was serviced by the jokes, especially when they went to that world that was all, like, really bad um actual animation like that oh yeah the uncanny valley you know the the the, um uncanny valley stuff yeah that was was pretty cool it was seth rogan as as a dwarf yeah (laughs) oh god pretty good pretty good honestly yeah pretty good and then they had fat peter pan fat peter pan yeah yeah poor peter poor peter um but yeah, well, that's that's we. I recommend that as well, especially if you like, yeah. you know, the the like the Who Framed Roger Rabbit style, where it's you know, because that was another thing that I noticed about that film is that the the characters are animated, and Eric Banner as Monterey Jack, yeah, fucking you know it, and the and the original actress who played Gadget came back. Let me just interject there for one second. One really fucking weird thing about that movie, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be speciesed. Or, um, you know, make any dispersions about people's sexuality or couplings, you know, between different people is beautiful. It's all love. But how the fuck does a fly and a mouse have fly mouse babies? Gadget and the and the bug Zipper get together and Zipper's voiced by Dennis Halberton. And he's got this amazing deep voice kind of thing. And they have children. I just thought it was a bit weird. I I do have an actual answer for that. Okay, go please alleviate this this stress I've had since I watched it. And this is this is this is this is kind of going into the into the whole. <clears throat> What's that thing we did again? Yeah, Hulk's penis. Yeah, my, I'll, my I'll go good. there. Oh, good. Let's go back to the penis realm. <laughs> yeah, we're not going back to the penis realm. This is um, <laughs> uh, there's a there's a. There's a natural phenomenon called uh, pollination. Okay. Where seeds from different flowers fall and then sprout into other flowers. Okay. And pollination is also by uh, insects. So when bees sit on flowers, they like the seeds of the flowers they get stuck on the bees' feet, and so where yeah, the bees no, I understand, grow, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So, so that basically. Okay. So the fly. So you're telling me that. You know what? The fly, the, the, the fly steps on the semen. Then and, it makes? Yeah. Okay. And then steps on the little mouse's vagina? Like, <laughs> what are we talking about here? Listen, I thought, the, I, thought the, I thought the mouse had the penis. That's why I was stepping. <laughs> no, My whole theory is wrong now. Yeah, no. G- Gadget is, is the female. and Well, I mean, right. I don't know. She's, she's an anthropomorphic mouse might be don't know what she's working with and the and the fly is supposed to be male or identify as male you know what this is a fucking minefield let's forget about it 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 stood out as being how would people explain that i know kids don't give a fuck kids are just like whatever yeah okay it's a singing lobster cool let's get on it's it's exactly that seth rogan animated movie he made when he was high about sausages going into bread (laughs) (laughs) no it isn't but anyway, do check that movie out. It is quite good. Um, let's let's get on to some questions. 
So how many questions do we have today? We have four. Cool. Let's get to them. Let's get to them. Um, question one. Have you, have you guys have you guys watched Spirit? The horse movie? Yep. Yeah, I guess Stallion that's what the, you're saying, right? Stallion of the Cimarron. Yeah, it's a great film. Really great film. <laughs> yeah. I actually remember the first time I saw it. Um, I was watching it. It was before I had a gig some night, like when I was still playing in bands and Emily was living here. So it was, you know, probably about nine or 10 years ago. And we were sitting in bed watching it. It was like raining outside. I was totally struck by it. It was amazing. Really beautiful film. Yeah, same. Uh, I don't remember all of it, but I have watched it. There's horses. Yeah, horses. (laughs) There is a sequel this year for some reason. I don't know why. Eh, everything gets a sequel. I've got a sequel. Jesus. Regs. Yeah, you've got a sequel player. You've got a sequel where Henry Cavill plays you. We all know that. I fucking wish. Are you kidding (laughs) me? Be amazing. And and you. No. Yeah, fuck it. I had something in my mind that I'm not going to say. left? That's okay. Mine does that a lot too. You got to get it out quick. What's your favorite adult animated movie or show? Um, oh, yeah, we didn't really talk about the sort of more adult stuff. Like, you know, all the stuff that came out from Adult Swim, Robot Chicken, um, Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, uh, um, Space Ghost Coast to Coast, like that kind of stuff. And also South Park, Family Guy as well. Um, you know, that stuff that is that is particularly targeted to to grown-ups. Um, in terms of shows, the probably the one that I watch or have watched the most is Family Guy. Not as much anymore, but when I was a bit younger, I did really love that show, yeah. There's some problematic stuff going on there now, if you watch. Yeah, but like, cool. Yeah, it's, it's like, like even the Simpsons are going on like still, like, Calm yeah. down, no. It's it's been going on for a long time. Like I, some of the stuff in Family Guy is still really funny. <laughs> there's there's you know some stuff that dates as as comedy tends to do. You know so, um, but yeah, absolutely. And and I don't really think Who Framed Roger Rabbit's a, a kids movie either. So. Oh yeah, definitely not. Yeah, get my faves. <laughs> where he asks, for uh, like, you know, scotch on the rocks. And I mean ice. And he gets delivered a glass of scotch with real rocks in it. Fuck, it's good. Jesus. Anyway, uh, yeah, what about you? What are your, what are your favorite adult ones? Any tentacle porn stuff? Yeah, yes, but that's that's not on Netflix, is it? <laughs> not without you looking really hard, no. Ah, oh, shit. I'm not going into <laughs> People I know in real life listen to this. Yeah. Now, fuck it. Um, adult film, I'd say, what well, it's not all sex driven, but uh, there's. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> sex driven sounds like a good, good animated movie. It sounds, it sounds like a good uh, GTA subtitle as well. Yeah, because... it does. Grand Theft Auto, sex driven. <laughs> now, they tend to bury the lead behind numbers in that shit. <clears throat> Sorry, what, was it, what were you going to say? Yeah, anyway. um, there was a film in 2020 that came out, early 2020, uh, about, it's called 
Mortal Kombat Legends, mm-hmm. uh, Revenge of Scorpion. Revenge of Scorpion. Yes, yeah. that's on, that is on Netflix. Is it? Yeah, I didn't I know that. That oh god, that film is so good. It is. It is so good. It's what I expected for the the live action Mortal Kombat. I knew I wasn't going to get that. The twenty twenty one one. Yeah. yeah. I, I like, actually kind of like the, the one from the 90s, the one with... I mean, you can't go better than that, can you? That's, that's legendary. Yeah, it's so stupid. The sequel is fucking unwatchable. And do you know why? Because I had to watch it the other day. Um, why are you watching stupid ass movies? Because, because I, I've talked about it before. I really like the podcast We Hate Movies. And, and, and oh, yeah. I watch the movies that they, they do before I listen to the episode. And that was an old episode. But because I'd listened to their most recent episode on the Mortal Kombat from 2021, I was like, I haven't listened to that other one because I haven't seen that movie. And I watched it and it's borderline unwatchable. Um, and Christopher Lambert plays Raiden in the first one. Okay, probably a misstep in terms of representation, but it was 19 whatever it was, 1995. The sequel, it's fucking what's his name? It's it's Dexter's dad. Um Dexter. De- yeah, Dexter's dad. Fucking hang on, I got to find his name. It's it's he was also in well, the Guardians. Um hang on, Mortal Kombat. Okay. Annihilation. Uh, James that is Remar. what it is. Fucking James Remar, really? If he was any whiter, he'd be clear. Fuck. Anyway, Scorpion, very good. I'll I'll put that on the list. Yeah, like that film, like the first. I think it does come with the. I think there's a game that's also there, and there's a comic that also goes into that story. But good God, and and then there's a sequel to that film as well. Okay. That came out last year, in which it isn't that good, but like, as a fan of the of the games, because I have played those games, mm. like when they were in arcades. Man, do you remember arcades? Like when we used to actually go and fucking yeah. play the games. I'm 87 years old. I can used to have what what we would call here. There was a place called Time Zone, and there's still a couple around, but. And you, you just do it by tickets now. But it, then it was coins and they'd have a lock-in. Like you'd go there, pay a specific amount. All the games would be on free play and you'd just be there for like eight hours. It was fucking baller. Yeah, anyway. So, yeah, just Scorpion ripping off somebody's spine without actually being Scorpion. It's fucking spectacular. <laughs> Very cool. I'm going to check that out too. Uh, what's question number three? <clears throat> Uh, question number three is uh, top five characters from Arcane. Well, you do this one because I don't know them well enough. Well, you do the ones that you remember then. No, I don't know their names. Like I, know, I just know the characters. I don't know their names. I like well, the little guy. Think... I like the little guy with the mustache and the glasses. Uh, that is Professor Heimerdinger. He's Professor Heimerdinger. Hammer Dong Dong. Hammer Ding. No. Hammer Dinger. Hammer Ding. Ping. <laughs> we do it again. Yeah. Oh fuck. Uh, he, he, yeah, he's really great. I've, he's he's my favorite. He's all. He's one to five for me. That guy. I did the Hammer Dinger all the way. Hammer Dinger. Awesome. Top to bottom. Awesome. Who about you? You, you do this because you're you're good at this one. Uh, my number five is Jace. My number four is Silco. Mm-hmm. Number three is 
Number three is Echo. Do you remember Echo? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now that you're saying them, it, 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 it's a little bit clearer. I just don't know the name. Number two is Jinx. No powder, Jinx. Mm-hmm. And number one's a tie between my mothers, <laughs> Caitlin and Y. Because <laughs> I, like I can't much, choose. I like how much you like this show. And I do. She's she's my wall, she's my lock screen, man. Yeah. I love. Them. <laughs> That's the best. Uh, final question. Final question. Oh, I guess we already did these. Um, top five Disney slash Pixar animated movies. Well, I mean, yeah, I did the half half of them anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, if it was just just Disney, um, Pixar. Uh, Monsters Inc., Ratatouille, um, the first Incredibles picture. I really like A Bug's Life, and uh, Cars is really good too. That's your favorite. Yeah, awesome. and of actual just normal Disney. Yeah, uh, Alice in Wonderland, Aladdin, um, Princess and the Frog is really good. Uh, Atlantis. And something else. Mary Poppins. That's a cheat though as well because there's a little animated section in the middle, but fuck it, it's my game. Whatever. Get your own um, podcast. You, you for, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the right answer. Get your own yeah, podcast. Get your own damn podcast. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Let's let's make that a thing. Every every time every time every time we get pissed on something, we we scream that. Get you on get your podcast. podcast. It's a good it's a good argument. Um, <clears throat> All right. I'm not going to rank the the, the, the um, podcaster and 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 celebrity person, and he does a lot of voices actually as well. Ralph Garman, he's a, a, a comedian in the states. Um, he's on Hollywood Babylon and Family Guy and. He's got his own podcast as well, <clears throat> which is a daily thing um, called The Ralph Report, which is really fun. He would get flack for stuff, you know, the way that they would run Hollywood Babylon because it's high profile because Kevin Smith's on it. And um, and he would like literally just post back, don't tell me how to do my fucking show. Like he doesn't give a shit. So yeah, we're quite soft. Get your own podcast is quite soft. Uh, yeah. You go with your, your thing. Also, I just, I just, I just find it very fucking weird that we live in a world where Kevin Smith hasn't made a super, uh, superhero film. It's just weird to me. He hasn't. He hasn't. No. Like well, a mainstream superhero film. He says it himself. He's like, I don't want to make him. It looks too hard. I, I just like watching him. Like he's worked on The Flash and Supergirl, the shows. Um, but you know, as a director on those shows. You're kind of just hosting, really. You know, it kind of gets the machine yeah, I mean, moves he, along without you. So, yeah. um, you know, maybe it'll happen one day. He was supposed to do Green Hornet for a little while, and then worked on the script, and then they were like, "Do you want to do it?" And he got anxiety about. It. He's like, oh, "I don't fucking make an action movie." Just sticks to his little. Yeah, US I, just, I just, I just feel like it would be interesting to see him actually make a, a superhero film that's like batshit crazy. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. Like, or dead, or Deadpool film that, for that matter. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We'll see what that ends up being. But, um, yeah, you go with your your Pixar's and your Disney. Pixar. Um, I will go Pixar. Um, fuck, 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 fuck. Okay. Um, number one, Onward. 
Number two, Inside Out. Oh man, I missed our Inside Out top five, but yeah, Inside Out. Good movie. That film out of every single one that Disney Pixar has done needs a sequel like immediately. <laughs> There's so it's much you can enough. do with just, yeah. yeah, and just so much they can do with just Riley getting into, uh, or like going into teenage, teenage years and experiencing puberty for the first time and so much stuff there that you can do. Just please do it. Yeah, love it. Uh, number three is... The first Incredibles, of course. Yep. Uh, number four. Oh, uh, Ryan the Lost Dragon. Oh, yeah, okay. I haven't seen that. Is it good? Yeah. It is good. Also, dragons, mate. Even me, yeah. Dragon, you love a dragon heart. I love dragon fish. This is... I love dragon fruit. I love dragon <laughs> balloons. Well, I d- I do love dragon fruit. Dragon fruit is fucking delicious and yeah. treat yourself sometime. It's the most amazing looking fruit you've ever seen and it's and it's scrumptious. I don't use that word yeah. very often. And you do one more scrumptious. though. Scrumptious. Uh, and uh, Encanto. Oh, yeah. Okay, that, was, that was a pretty sure. good movie. Yeah. And do you have them for the, for the original, for the OG? Lion King, obviously. Yeah, Lion King, of course. Um, I would say Aladdin. Is that how you pronounce it, right? Aladdin, yeah. Yeah. Aladdin. Um, <laughs> yeah, I used to pronounce it like that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Aladdin. Yep, okay. Um, Mulan. Ooh. That's a good one. Yeah, Mulan. Yep. Um... I don't remember any anyone else. Anything else? Um, just while we're there, I'm going to swap. Oh, God. Just in the frog um, Tarzan, by the way. Just to let you know. Oh, yeah. Tarzan. Tarzan rules. Everything rules. Tarzan rules. Um, what is it? Oh, Prince of Egypt. That's not Disney. That's Dream. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's all right. Sorry. We'll put it in there. Nobody knows. If they've got a problem... Get your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> See, we all oh, I love it. We bring it back. Let me just, before, before we get off though, because you were saying uh, that Inside Out needs a sequel. Do you want to hear my pitch for the for the Monsters, Inc. sequel? Yes. Let's right. go. Wait, so Monsters, Monster Inc. sequel? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, because I got confused. Monsters, Inc. got a prequel um, and, and it also got a TV series as well, which is technically a sequel. But my, my sequel to Monsters, Inc., because... The timing worked out perfectly for Monsters, Inc. to be like uh, uh, for kids. And then by the time those kids grew up and they did the prequel, they would be college age kids. So they timed it perfectly right. So now what you do is you wait another, whenever that came out, around about now would be a good time to do it. Wait for those kids to be grownups. And it's called Monsters Vacation, right? And, And Sully and Mike go into the real world and a grown-up Boo has to help them get back. Boom. Oh, Up the mic, God. Disney Plus, give me a call, patent pending, Regs and Addy. Oh, yes. Let's go. That's pretty good. Oh, do you, know who, do you know who grown-up Boo is? Uh, in real life? Yeah. She, she's rightly from the Inside Out movies. From the Inside Out. Oh, man. Cinematic Universe. Shit. 
Johnny Need, yes, dude. I swear to God, we could run this shit to fucking billions, man. I know, I know. And then people would just say to us, "Hey, get your own animation studio." <laughs> <laughs> could you Let's, imagine? Um, forty years from now. Hey, man. It's in forty years from now. I'll be seventy-nine no. years old. So. Um, so what? Yeah, you, I'll be, just... you you clean this wood of our generation. <laughs> I fucking no, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. I am Clint Eastwood, and uh, and so I've got to go and play golf now. That's the end of the show. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. It was an absolute blast being here, as always. Addy, you're a gem. It was wonderful to see you, sir. You're a gem too, man. You're you're a space gem. <laughs> One in a trillion. One in six, actually, but whatever. Although One in a trillion. I was thinking of Infinity Stones, but never mind. Um, I've seen your Sonic the game, dude. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Sonic. Jeez, that was a good animated movie. Ah, oh, fuck. We're getting detracted again. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for being here again, folks. We really, really appreciate it. Episode 10. We're having such a great time. We hope you are too. Please do, you know, like, comment, subscribe, um, you know, uh, rate and review on Spotify and Amazon Music. It really does help the profile of the show, get more people to come in and join the conversation and have good times. Uh, Addy, buddy, you're the best. I love seeing you. I love doing this. We can do hundreds more. Let's do another um, one. Let's do another one next week. Yeah. Uh, le- before we go, I want you to talk about what we're doing for the next couple of episodes. Oh, yes. We're going to shave an Ewok on camera. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. We've got an Ewok being shipped from Endor as we speak. Um, I hope they put holes in the box. Anyway, no, that's not what we're doing. Um, this this week, I've talked about it before. I'm going to the Astor Theatre in uh, Pran in Melbourne to see a 16 and a half hour long Spider-Thon where it is the three Tobey Maguire movers. Movers? The three Tobey Maguire movers had to pick him up and get him out of the way because he's a pain in the ass. No, the three Sp- uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man pictures, the two uh, Andrew Garfield pictures, and the three um, like Spider-Man Prime movies from the MCU and Into the Spider-Verse. So it's like starts at one o'clock on Saturday and then goes to about 7 a.m., 7.30 a.m. on Sunday. So I'm getting ready. I've got my bags packed and I've got my, my, my snacks and my bottle of water and my pajama pants to change into and all sorts of fucking crazy shit. It's going to be whack. And uh, yeah, and then we're going to do episodes on those movies. It'll either be broken up into... You know the sections, so the each Spider-Man, um, and maybe one standalone on Into the Spider-Verse into itself, and we're just going to do that as you know for for a couple of weeks without the nerd news and stuff. It's just going to be talking about the Spider-Man. So hope you enjoy Spider-Man, and come back and and enjoy it with us. Um, and oh, I'm very and excited. I have to say, I have to say the intro for that because you guys will not see it because it's not video, but the intro for that is going to be fucking legendary. For for <laughs> what me. The- yeah, what will be the first episode when we check out after your spider oh, yeah. oh yeah, I'm gonna ham it up something fierce. I'm gonna be I'm actually literally gonna slide into frame from above, um, suspended by some sort of webbing. It's gonna be great. But um until then, off we go. And we'll see you next week, everybody. Um everyone, thank you for being here. Uh today is ninth of yeah, uh, 9th of June, 2022. So happy Ghostbusters Day. Yeah. Which is Ghostbusters. Happy Ghostbusters Day. Uh, this is June. So happy Pride Month, everyone. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Happy Pride Ghostbusters. Love yourself. 
Um, and yes, uh, stay amazing and stay safe, and we'll see you right back. Thwip whip. whip.